0: This is not the kind of world that I want us to be in. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's Sunday, December 16th, 2012. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, episode 470.
1: This is No Agenda.
0: Obviously not well, and coming to you from Gitmo Nation Lowlands, Day 10,
2: living in exile in Amsterdam. In the morning, everybody, I'm Adam Curry. And from Northern Silicon Valley, where I remain, I'm John C. Dvorak. In the That's right. Day 10
0: in exile here. In the and Long we'll Land. be broadcasting this show <laughs> until the end of the world. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. What was it? It,
2: was, it used to be, uh, I can't remember the guy's first name, Reynolds, and they had the uh, hostage crisis on Nightline, and they said they were going to broadcast exclusively, but this is in, the, in like 79. Yeah been a broadcast exclusively and it went on and on day 210
0: <laughs> they just kept counting the days and it just yeah and it, it, but it they kept stop. covering it it was just <laughs> like ah. good well they have to keep covering that yeah so we uh, day
2: 302
0: <laughs> we actually we got a, a little christmas tree today oh cute yeah it's literally uh, like a foot high and uh so we we got little lights, and we put it in the window, and then you know, so we take pictures of it, and then people are like, "What are those bagels in your tree? It's a Dutch tree, people we don't have bagels, it's like little chocolate uh wreaths. it's a Dutch Christmas tree, a dutch you know doesn't that attract bugs?" <laughs> It's too cold for any bugs to be to be roaming around. It is cold here man and we're a bunch of kids from Texas advisability <laughs> of putting food on the tree <laughs> That's, no it's, it's yeah well you, you have a point it's just that it, there are no bugs now zero zero bug as okay it's not happening ah, anyway um, it's uh, very weird to be here in these days uh, in particular. Uh, for those of you just tuning in and have been living under a no agenda rock, uh, Ms Mickey and uh, and myself are here in exile day 10 and it looks like we will certainly be here through the uh, well the end of the world on the 21st no doubt, and uh, should anything continue, then it looks like we'll be here after the first of the year. It is uh, taking uh, a while, and of course we have closures of government uh, orifices, etc. Uh, but it's very weird to be walking around here because you know now we're kind of in this one little neighborhood, and uh, and people uh, see us on the street. Oh, you know what? You know what happened the other day, John? This 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 was amazing. I'll bite yeah so we're sitting in uh, in a little cafe around the corner literally you know we'd we'd uh, met with some a uh, gallerist uh, two streets over and you know it's, it's freezing and then we're we walk back in and then we're sitting inside and we're you know in a typical amsterdam cafe and you know, and so Mickey's looking at her phone and I'm looking at my phone and, you know, we're just doing email and just catching up on stuff as we're having our coffee and she's having a tea. And then, you know, all of a sudden it's on, in all the, all the gossip websites. Adam and Mickey looks like they're not getting along. Cause they had someone took a picture inside the cafe of us on our phones. Like they sat there and didn't speak a word. They just sat on their phones. They're not getting along. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not okay. I, mean, I, I think it's
0: hilarious, yeah, but i we feel uh, somewhat violated, you know, we're not used to this anymore, and um and of course, Can now, you imagine
2: being uh you know one of the a list celebrities of uh, the United States and what they have to deal with on a day to day basis they can't go anywhere, yeah,
0: maybe they get paid a lot of money for it, maybe there's a trade off
2: there. ah, there's the difference, mm-hmm. yeah, I mm-hmm. guess for millions and millions of dollars, you could put up with mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. Yeah, and you can get a couple of. You're not getting anything. (laughs) Not really. You're not getting jack.
0: (laughs) Not really. And uh, and so, of course, now you know people know that uh, that we're from Texas, and you know (laughs) they'd be like, "Hey, how's that gun stuff working out in America for you, huh, smarty pants?" Ugh, because you know in America you can still be kind of crackpot. You can still kind of say like, "Okay, well, you know, there's a lot going on here with the." with guns and mental health and we've got these shootings and you know let's let's look at some other things that are going on but he you know here it's just like yeah you and your america you and your guns yeah you see what happens see what happens
2: yeah well you know maybe you could throw it back at him and tell him it was actually it's actually gun control as a matter of fact that caused this problem ah if you want to look into it from the, there was a, a memo sent out by i mean the nra never did anything but the but the Libertarian Party came out and said that, told like it is. So the only reason this happened was the federal gun, the federal gun-free school zone act, which uh, Clinton pushed through in 1990, disarmed all the schools so nobody could have a gun within a thousand feet, including an off-duty police officer, without getting five years in jail. And then they made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight examples before that law was passed. And, and then they had some other minor examples about how. These situations were nipped in the bud by a principal who had a gun, or a, or one of the, or a janitor who had a gun in his truck, or whatever, mm-hmm. came out and mm-hmm. you know did some damage. And in fact, the interesting thing to me is that Portland thing, which died on the vine. I didn't realize it that it was uh, some gunman, or I mean, the the gunman was there, and then he was confronted by a shopper carrying a concealed weapon, and oh, that's I, when he shot himself.
0: Oh, I didn't hear about this. Well, of
2: course not <laughs> not in the list not just not played right huh, you can't huh. hear about this <laughs> no in fact that whole that whole Portland thing was dropped like a hot potato because it, it was not gonna be
0: it didn't work it didn't pan didn't out it, it didn't didn't get everyone talking about uh you know getting guns off the street and let me since you bring up the NRA because of course the only thing I do have here is uh, we've got some CNN and CNN International by the way I think we should have that on on our cable stations in uh, in the U.S. because it it is to some extent much more interesting. It really does have some interesting stuff. It's also some incredibly boring stuff. But of course they run Pierce Moron, who had let um, me have he had on a guy from the NRA and uh, Congressman Nadler from New York. And I just and I just love the. Uh, the meme that's... Sp- Mor- Moron is just, he's out of control, by the way. Listen to him. I've been
1: debating this all yeah. week. Uh, I've following the Bob Costas thing, yeah. the shopping mall and so on, following Aurora. I've been debating it for
0: months, if not two years. Yeah. Because, you know, Pierce is, of course, the hero, American hero for gun control. You know, he's... A- British douchebag
1: I'm so frustrated
0: I'm so furious but that he's, yeah, he's furious, furious. I mean, yeah, He's furious about uh, the, all about him About the phone hacking Scandal that you ran away From and are hiding From in New York and
4: Blown away what,
1: what's again what's oil With oil legally acquired oil? Weapons but <laughs> Some boy Who's got problems Takes his mother's Three weapons Including this Ridiculous assault <laughs> rifle And goes into school And kills what's his kids And you guys On the gun lobby Still want to tell Tears. me and The American? answer Is more guns It is mad I know, but where... Why, yes, sir. How else else
0: can can you... Now, wait for it. Most Stop someone shooting people. Or, you or, or, if
5: you can let the congressman speak. What you ought to be most angry about is that every poll shows that by massive majorities, Americans agree with what you just said. Right. And yet we have a lobby, the leadership of the NRA, who function as enablers of mass murder.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> enablers of mass murder, which is a, a pretty big statement. But this... Um, this idea of um that the american people are universally against guns yet the nra lobby is huge this this propagates here in europe you literally people know about the nra and they say well you know that hasn't changed in america because of you know you have your the gun lobby right the gun lobby i said no i think i think the americans kind of want the guns
2: otherwise i think it would have changed Not the guns, because we're sitting ducks. I mean, the whole thing is, let's take away, I mean, they have, like I said, it was gun legislation, gun control that that now have turned all all the schools into sitting ducks for some maniac. Those guns aren't, I mean, you, you can make all, yeah, yeah, I'm all for it if you can make all the guns magically disappear. So there's no such thing as a gun. Including the when they're doing that, if you got to see all the video of this whole event, all these soldiers wandering around with the AK forty seven, whatever the hell they were, M sixteen yeah, yeah, wandering around in full gear. You know, talk about scaring the kids. I mean, we have them. Let's take a look at a couple things. We have a military state. We have a president who has a kill list. We're droning children constantly, which was kind of weird when when Obama was moaning about or feeling bad about these, dead, these poor dead children, which was a, a huge tragedy, of course. But this is a military state. We've got wars going on. We have movies that are extremely violent. There's been nothing like it in the history of, of entertainment. I mean, if you look at these things. they got video games that are, that are dangerous or violent. I mean, everything is violence, violence, violence. And then you say, well, we should have no guns. I mean that's never going to fly and anybody thinks that everybody doesn't want guns is nuts. Well, they love playing with guns. I'm always the looking- problem is is that right idea everybody's armed and nobody nobody goes into a police like the, the libertarian newsletter says nobody goes into a police station to shoot it out with the cops because they all have guns. So they pick on a school where there's no guns allowed.
0: I'm always looking for what's taking place uh, while these types of headlines are uh, are propagating throughout the world of so-called news, and uh, it was very interesting to see that the president slipped in his uh, letter from the president to uh, Congress uh, for the War Powers Resolution to re-up his uh, his power under the uh, <coughs> the enactment of the War Powers Resolution, which uh, was enacted October seventh, two thousand one. You know, did, did did you see any reporting on that? That uh, you know, no, there's no such
2: thing <laughs> as reporting because
0: of uh, yeah, and, and he he lays it all out. Where uh, let's see, uh, we've you know because of the Al qaedas and the Taliban's, uh, we've got to have uh, all these uh, security details everywhere, and he lays it all out there. You know, we've got our sixty five thousand people in Afghanistan and uh, and all the way into Africa, and it's just it's I mean you'll see it in the show notes. We did you know that we have a whole bunch of people in Kosovo? Still? Yeah, I did, I did know that. I didn't know that. So we're still in Kosovo. We've got military operations in Egypt, uh, maritime interception operations. So all of this, you know, oh, uh, military operations, Central Africa. So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. We are a complete militaristic state. I, um, It's very difficult. Yeah,
2: and then you wonder why... Uh... You know, some kid. I mean, by the way, let's why don't we we can almost cut to the chase and, and and call a spade a spade here with this with this kid. Mm-hmm. He was uh, known to have uh, Asperger's. Yeah, he uh, highly, you know, he was a uh, slightly autistic. His mother was weird, I guess. And there's no doubt. In fact, I think there's evidence and, and reports that he was on something. He oh, was yeah. just okay. li- like that redheaded kid, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. z- zombified by something, and he went off. Probably under a, a some sort of a psychological state of craziness. Well, so this is, so, and, so this is exactly and this isn't course, discussed at all. Have you seen one report on the on this kid being drugged?
0: No. Well, it's starting to happen now. The, the report that I saw just before the show started. This is the one that uh, that that just killed me. Um, apparently, his mom was a prepper.
2: Okay, does this that would explain the six guns in right the film. Does
0: this start to complete the whole story? So she was a quote survivalist preparing for the end of the world economy by stockpiling food, uh, having guns. She taught her uh, her son how to how to use the gun, obviously. Um, so the, there's really only I have I have three um, three clips really that matter in regards to this because you know what happened, how it happened. It's you know we don't
2: have any real information we don't actually know what's going on. No, there's been contradictory reports yeah. from the beginning. First, it was the older brother who wasn't even in town. Yeah, I mean, I, this is like the kind of police and reporting that went on. And uh, anyway, yeah, play your clips. I yeah. want to see what you. Well,
0: got. Did you get? Well, first, did you get the two gunmen that report? Because you always have to look. That was the at report. the very beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning, there was two gunmen. They they apprehended someone in the woods nearby. You know that stuff, of course. Goes away eventually. So there's there's a couple of clips. The first one, uh, and and by the way, the experts is always what you want to look at. The, the experts they bring into the story. Uh, so you have one guy who works for uh, uh, Hill and Knowlton, who's you know uh, uh, who was pretending to be the head of some anti-gun lobby. Uh, then we have this Van Zant guy. The Van Zant guy is on. He's in uh, an NBC, and M- this is uh, him with uh, Brian Williams. And uh, I wrote this down: Clint Van Zant. And Clint Van Zant, uh, he is an ex FBI profiler and negotiator, uh, famously known for his excellent work uh, with the uh, Branch uh, Davidian compound <laughs> and David Koresh. So you know, the guy has a uh, quite a track record of making things turn out well. And and, and, and he, he and Brian Williams, it's like they were given a script to explain to people what this is, where it's coming from, and how it's all related to the same thing, which for my money could almost be turned around into saying, oh, my God, this is how they take these exact same people, mind control them into doing this stuff.
6: Uh, uh,
7: what kind of person? takes the lives of 20 little children. You touched on this in Pete Williams' reporting earlier this evening, and I know there's probably a deeper psychological uh, uh, uh,
0: explanation, but... So, now, he knows that there's a deeper psychological explanation, which, of course, is meant to come out later. It's, I mean, he's literally saying, look, I know this is all coming out, but let's, let's just lay the groundwork.
7: This is someone, to put it differently,
0: Who walked among us
7: uh, as of yesterday, as recently walked among us, could be more, as
3: this morning. And these are questions, Brian, we continue to ask ourselves. We ask about the uh, individual who shot uh, Congressperson uh, Gabby. We ask about (laughs) I love how he, he he's such a bonehead. Congressperson Gabby? Okay. Well, how about Giffords? Try that. The individual who did the Aurora, Colorado shooting at Colorado? Colorado, Colorado And the uh, shooting earlier this week at the uh, Portland, uh, Oregon Mall. <laughs> Realize those last two shootings that I just talked about, same type of dress, Brian, dark clothing, uh, uh, dark uh, boots see, we don't even we don't even know if this if this kid had any of that but he's laying it out for you dark clothing boots uh either a bulletproof vest or a, a weight bearing vest <laughs> <laughs> really? ...multiple magazines. This is almost like someone is in this fantasy idea that there's some type of a combatant, a superhero, but, Brian, they're going to war against the most vulnerable of society.
0: John, do you get this feeling that I got when I was hearing this? I'm like, yeah, that sounds like, it almost, I mean, I, I, we can't put it there, but it almost sounds like a government conspiracy to have a whole bunch of these kids go out there and do this stuff. I mean, it's like they're making it up. This is not... This is not like some coincidence that that you're just all of a sudden
3: stumbling on here. And in this case, when you have someone today who first committed matricide, the killing of his mother. Now, that's a big one there. I'm going to give that a big ding. The matricide meme. This is new. Brian, that's such a taboo in every society that once that takes place, you're really capable of almost doing anything else. And today, the two taboos that most of us may well hold closest that the injury or killing of your mother and the harming of innocent children this shooter did both
7: and Clint of course the reason you and I have spent so much time on television over the years is we've turned to you to explain awful uh, mass crimes in this country the question is you were just talking about things like body armor and, and the get up these uh, young gunmen have used in these crimes we've come to know now, forgive me if I'm wrong
0: there was no get-up that the, 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 the Lothner used when he shot uh, in Arizona. There was no get-up there. They're just making this no. up, right? This is just bullcrap. Yeah, no, no,
2: no. They're, 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 they're making just, this uh, up. They're, they're dramatizing it, a, a dramatic situation, and they're, they're essentially... Lying. Uh, Modifying it for some reason. They're lying. Uh,
7: Come to know, Aurora comes to mind, how he walked in that theater that night.
0: Which is, he didn't walk in that theater that night. It was was a whole different sequence of events. Has anything
7: changed in your view? Has there been a, a, a new militarism to some of these mass murderers?
3: Well... And again, Brian, we see about what? 20 on the average yeah, it's it's of crazy. mass multiple shootings or mass murders like this per year. Realize today in China, 33 children oh, there it is. slashed at an elementary school. <laughs> so he's kind of contradicting. Him. First of all, he throws out the
0: thirty. totally meeting. contradicting himself. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
2: we, this China thing was a guy with a knife. And by the way. This has been going on in China for a couple of years now. There's been these crazy guys running into schools and stabbing kids with usually or a hatchet. There's a couple of axe guys that came in and they started hacking away, and nobody knows quite what to do about it. So. Guess one of the guess one of the things the Chinese government's now doing, making you register, register to buy a your big knife. knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, buy, yeah. If you yeah. register if the knife, knife is too big. You have to register. Like, like the guy. This is what's. This is where this all leads. Yeah. It doesn't do any good. No, okay. this is window dressing.
0: So, so here, so here's the clip that really brought it all home for me. And here we have, uh, this is CNN, and this is uh, Sanjay Gupta, who, of course, as you know, is a medical professional and Sanjay Gupta is on and he's on uh, via you know via remote but in the studio is Lisa Van Susteren and Lisa Van Susteren uh, essentially works for the CIA she uh, uh, well, I'm looking at her wikipedia page here uh, completed her residency training psychiatry at Saint Elizabeth Hospital in Washington DC board certified uh, she works as a consultant to the Central Intelligence Agency conducting psychological assessments of world leaders <laughs> An assistant uh, clinical professor of psychiatry at Georgetown University Department of Psychiatry, uh, volunteers uh, for Physicians for Human Rights. I mean, so this is a shill. She's an obvious yeah. shill, and this is yeah, where. Totally. And now I want because this this is the guns thing is one, and I'm sure you've got a lot of a lot of thoughts about that about you know getting rid of guns, you know, hand in your guns, register your guns, forget about whatever it is. But, of course, this kid was on, like, 40% of all children are on some form of psychotropic drug, whether it's a Ritalin, Adderall, or Xanax, or whatever it is. And, you know, the kid... Who I, knows? I mean, actually, They well, won't tell us. You no, know, eventually they will, but I want you to listen to what she is pushing for. And she is clearly from the Washington establishment, and it is frightening to hear what she is pushing for legislation-wise. Forget about guns. That's not what this is about, people. This is all about the pharmaceutical industry.
8: Stand by
0: and get ready.
8: Lisa, so many experts have said to me, after other killings along this line over the years, there are these warning signs, but a lot of folks, family members, friends... They don't pay attention to them. No, we don't. Uh, John, you've you got to pay attention to your kids because the warning signs are there.
9: Well, you know, that's not entirely fair. I'll tell you why. I've been doing this business for 25 years. There are plenty of families who are distraught, who have members of their family, their children, that they know are dangerous. And they <laughs> live with this anguish of not being able to do anything for them. For- can
0: you, can you, my head is now spinning like, oh, yes, I know so many families who are just,
9: they they said I can't, no one will listen, my child is dangerous. For weeks and months and years, the reality is that we really don't have the legislation that allows the uh, people in authority, either doctors or the uh, officials, other officials, Force to do drugging. what must be yes. done.
0: Yes, oh, it. yeah, oh, no, we don't have the legislation to come in and shoot your, you or your kids or anybody else up with any kind of drugs because you look like you might be a menace to society. So now I'm ready for this conversation. But this the, the extent that this woman goes to is
8: mind-boggling.
9: Until the person has committed a crime, and that's when they come to their attention. So it's just not entirely true that people are in denial. What are
8: the warning signs that people should be looking at? For someone who might go out and start killing kids.
9: There are plenty of families who do respond to the warning signs and they will call the authorities.
8: Okay, what are the warning signs? John, do you
0: have a pen and paper? You better write it down. I'm writing it down. Here come the warning signs. Uh,
9: They will see that their uh, child uh, is uh, angry. Oh, my kid
0: is
2: angry. Oh, no. (laughs) A kid is angry. Oh, stop the presence. Oh wait, the kid got. Oh wait, 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 wait! It gets better. It
9: gets better. Isolated. Isolated. Sitting brooding. Sitting brooding in his room. Um, clearly potentially uh, responding to auditory hallucinations. They hear voices. I hear voices in my head. Maybe a fascination with guns. Maybe they're at a shooting range.
0: <laughs> How did we go from the kids angry? to the kids on the shooting range or maybe if you're playing a war of worldcraft you know the war of worldcraft hey mom
9: (laughs) mom i'm
2: gonna go to the shooting range i'll be back later tonight
9: they know something's (laughs) wrong well you can't call the police and say my son's acting weird come and get him (laughs) but that's
0: what we should be doing apparently
9: needs help. They don't have any justification for doing that. So there is n- in most jurisdictions it's almost impossible until you have actually committed a crime to intervene in a way that can protect our society. That's what has to be changed is the legislation so we can act before a crime.
0: Okay, so right? now so yeah, now, so what she's saying is and this is just this is just the beginning. No, no, this is this is just the beginning. So what she's saying is and this is the woman who works for the, the Washington establishment and she's been doing it for 25 years as she pointed out. We need legislation so that you can force
8: medicate or lock up your clearly deranged child. Let's go to Sanjay Gupta. It's Sanjay, uh, you study the brain. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Did you know that Sanjay studies the brain, John? Yeah, they, they push this. this He's a <laughs> neurological surgeon or something. He studies the brain. I thought he was... But so he
0: just studies the brain. I thought he was a virologist. Last time I looked, he knew everything about well, yeah, swine I think flu. he changes...
2: Yeah, so it's like me, you know. You call give me all these titles. Yeah, right. Same thing.
8: Yeah, Sanjay, you study the brain all the time. Are there all the time? Like <laughs> Sanjay Gupta,
0: some studying people, one now. Some people get up and just go to work. Sanjay Gupta gets up and studies the brain.
8: People chemical imbalances here. Oh. Are there chemical problems that oh. could create a killer like this? Oh. I, I think so, yeah. Wolf, and,
10: and I think you know I, I agree with your guest as well that you know I mean, yeah. look, the, the, these things yeah. they used to be sort of in the in the realm of the anecdotal, uh, you know. N- now there's objective evidence, objective evidence of, of what we can see. Happen- I, mean, I mean, I mean, it's like science. science. I mean, certainly, in the brain, there may be people who are more predisposed or, or set up for it. Ooh, this gets even better. When you're born, we can check your DNA to see if you're predisposed for it or set up for it. And then something uh, pushes them over the edge. It's unclear, obviously, in, in most of these situations. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that to think of mental illness as a real disease and it, and and when you start thinking about it like that it changes everyone's perspective you think about it more uh, like you would think of someone who has heart problems again or or cancer or diabetes it's just like having cancer or like diabetes you know you can get a pill because you know you have a real disease it changes everyone's perspective uh, again in terms of how you potentially uh, think about it within your own family potentially getting it diagnosed and treated again i agree with you. john i'm going to turn you in I think I
11: should You pretend,
0: should
2: I should potentially have but you die not going to do you any good, <laughs> I should, chump should have have you not potential- enough legislation to stop me <laughs>
10: Yes, it's hard to do sometimes We're not talking about
0: You've got to hear this woman one more time She's coming back This is fantastic Sanjay Gupta needs to shut up because he's like ruining
10: the whole segment now and this woman's going to take it back If somebody show up and take a family member away we're talking about someone you know, being able to talk about it openly Make mommy, sure that they why have are they
2: the, taking me away, mommy?
10: Resources that they can they can go see somebody It's not easy it's not even available for many people around the country wolf and if no one lisa has committed a crime yet but there are
8: these signs out there there are pre crime <laughs>
6: before it's a
8: crime it's pre-crackers. I want to go out there and kill people. And I want, Hey, I, I woke up this morning. and thought I want to go out there and kill people. They're going to practice <laughs> ranges. I'm going to go <laughs> practice range before I kill some people. Is it usually an indication? Apparently. Uh, of a know, by the way,
2: they're making the association here that if you go to the practice range to shoot off a few rounds, yeah, you're a killer with your buddies. You're a killer. You're, you're killer. really planning yeah. to kill somebody. Yeah. So, oh, are, people should be up in arms about this this sort of well, thing. Wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: She's going to finish it up, and then you'll really be up in arms.
8: I want to go out there and kill people. And <laughs> I want this is my ringtone. I want to go out there and kill people. You're going to practice ranges. Is it usually an indication uh, of a sci- psychiatric problem that can be treated,
9: for example, with medicine? Oh, oh! Could it be treated with some medicine? Well, sure. If sure. You to take the medicine, but usually when you have a person that's <laughs> like that, they won't acknowledge that there's anything wrong. Try getting them into treatment. Try getting them to take that. They need to force them into treatment. Oh, they won't do it. Not. That's not everybody. Not everybody's out there doing this. But for those who <laughs> do, it's because they have most likely refused treatment. I'll bet you anything that most of the people that we're talking about, and the one that the person we're talking about today was. Uh, clearly, to his family, a danger, and they just didn 't know what to do and they didn 't have the legislation and that 's oh. the problem oh do you, i mean is this
0: amazing? That sh- I, mean, th- so we can just- I think we can just sit here and wait for the
9: legislation to come. To back them up so that we could take action. Now, I'll just add this. Oh. A number of decades ago, we were very fearful that people would be thrown into a hospital just because they were different. Yeah, because of people like you, Lady Crazy. We wanted to protect them, so we enacted On all sorts up. of laws to protect people. We've gone too far ah. in that direction. Now we have to face the reality <laughs> and acknowledge <laughs> that we have to step up our... Uh, our uh, work getting people into treatment when they need it, and letting doctors make those decisions, not just lawyers and judges. Oh, wow! This is
0: fantastic. She literally is saying that we were trying to protect people just because you're different, you're a little crazy, you know, like you have, I don't know, Tourette syndrome or something, you know, and uh, and we went too far in protecting these people. Now we have to take them and we have to get them medicated properly and quickly. And not just let lawyers make decisions and politicians, but professionals. Yeah,
2: the, the law shouldn't have any
0: <laughs> No, no, only professionals like medical doctors, like Sanjay Gupta, who study the brain. This is what is frightening me about this occurrence. Not here is.
2: I have the one clip that fits into this. Just this was. I think I heard this once on all the reports on CNN. They pulled it, but this is the one that just kind of like, oh, really? Play play neighbor with conflicting information.
8: Got a closer look at the shooter, the 20-year-old Adam Lanza. You're getting new information, Brian. What are you learning? Well, police say they're picking up what they call good evidence about Adam Lanza, his mother, is that
0: what the may have right le- clip. This uh, says neighbors with conf- neighbor with conflicting
8: information. Okay, play. led to this, picking up that evidence at the mother's house. They are not letting on what that evidence is, but we're getting some new details about the shooter's past and his family. Ah. It is a... His motive for this unspeakable act is still not clear, law enforcement officials say, and in digging for details about shooter Adam Lanza and his family, accounts emerge that are still confusing, sometimes conflicting. A neighbor who knew him in recent years describes Lanza as troubled, but listen to this account from a young man who knew him.
1: This is a kid. Just a kid. It's a kid. Never antisocial?
4: No, I'm just going to, No
1: troublemaker
4: no no definitely not noticeable
1: did he just kind of blend into the background
10: yeah <laughs> nothing nothing that would warrant any of this
0: <laughs> was he very quiet and did he kept himself and did he have an obsession <laughs> with guns
2: and did he sometimes say <laughs> i know they're trying to lead the guy but the guy's a neighbor and you can just tell by looking at me saying He's just some kid I mean he wasn't anything weird or anything that was the, that he's <laughs> let hearing. Ask,
0: let me ask you a question now, it, now, some may i'm I'm probably different but I certainly can remember as a kid i I know that I have said at a certain point and I'm of course and I'm sure other kids have said this I wish you were
2: dead Have you ever said that when you were a kid did you no <laughs> I don't think so yeah I think a lot of kids say that. I, wish, I think it's said all the time. I wish you were all dead. If they show it in sitcoms. It's yeah. not a new thing. Yeah. So now, if you say that, you like, no. oh, better, oh,
0: we, we go up. oh, we better get this kid some drugs. And luckily, we'll have legislation that will enable this so that your neighbors can then call up and say, hey, you know, this kid,
2: he's like, really So, by the way, yeah. you know, the, the, there's drugging all these kids. is just going to make this worse. Well, I mean, course. this is not this is, a coincidence this is not. <laughs> that these things are happening, and now we're going to drug
0: them even more? I have in the show notes, uh, 470.nashownotes.com, a beautiful list. Now, the list is, unfortunately, it's not as complete as I'd like it to be. It goes up until the end of 2011. Maybe it's just an annual thing. It is uh, ssristories.com, and it gives you. Uh, an overview of every single crime that has been committed by kids on drugs. And if you see 2008 uh, school shooting, this was uh, Illinois. A uh, kid was withdrawing from Prozac. Uh, 2005, Minnesota, uh, Prozac antidepressant. 2001, uh, Paxil antidepressant A school shooting. This is all these school shootings that are all... Rela- and by the way, this is the same... For these kids that kill themselves after being bullied. They're all on some kind of drug. This is the problem. It's but you know instead of that, oh let's make some
2: more bully legislation. No. The
0: problem is no, I'm these actually, kids a, are drugged.
2: This bullying has to come out on this kid too eventually. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah, of course. That's why he was on the drugs in the first place. But whatever the reason he was on the drugs, I think he was on the drugs because they couldn't deal with his aspergers and they you know he was they just instead of just letting him grow up to be a normal person yeah. uh and like bill gates
0: yeah thank you Asperger, yeah Aspergers, Aspergers,
2: yep. he, he ends up being uh, you know a major philanthropist and he's well oh, he's not i wouldn't call gates well adjusted by anything, <laughs> but he's he's not going out shooting people he's not the
0: sexiest man alive and we'll, we'll agree with that but he's interesting he's interesting you know he may he may be a eugenicist but he's still interesting Okay, Well, you have to kill people. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it all fits in. <laughs> anyway, so of course, the other side of uh, of all of this, it's not so much as what happened or how it happened, as what's being done with it right now.
3: Test shootings of recent years have not led to stricter gun laws. Oh,
2: this is interesting. By the way, well, hold on a second. Was this supposed to? Is this supposed to be? Is this supposed to be? Well, by the way, the, again, I'm going to remind everybody that this was stricter gun laws. With the uh, with the with the passage of the uh, no guns near around schools, so explain exactly.
0: explain exactly what you mean by this, so that we can. Because you know this will never fly. uh, If you're if you're ever invited on Pierce Morgan show and you and you try and play this one, it's it's just going to yell at you. You realize that if you say because of stricter gun laws, this is why this happened. You know this is not an argument that sticks in today's world of people who are mind controlled about what happens in the
2: world. I want to read you right from the Libertarian uh, note. We've created a gun-free zone, a killing zone, for the sickest criminals on the face of the earth. This is a gun law. We're giving them an open killing field. We made the children the country of the victims. Wrights points out that the knowledge of armed people will... I said that merely the knowledge that armed people will be present acts as a deterrent for would-be shooters. They're not going to walk into a police station because that's where the guns are. The Federal Guns-Free School Zone Act... Prohibits carrying firearms on the school grounds in most cases, effectively criminalizing the right to self-defense in places filled with the most vulnerable citizens. And then they have a list of the 1997 school shooting in Pearl, Mississippi, was halted by the school's vice principal after he retrieved the Colt 45 he kept in his truck. A 1998 middle school shooting, and when a man living next door heard gunfire and apprehended the shooter with a shotgun. A 2002 terrorist attack in an Israeli school was quickly stopped by an armed teacher. 2002 uh, uh, law school shooting in Grundy, Virginia came to an abrupt conclusion when students carrying firearms confronted the shooter. I mean, this it was it was gun control that caused this problem, but nobody wants to address it that way. I mean, the libertarians, who nobody listens to anyway, have have really hit the nail on the head here. Can I ask you a I question? I tried that with Pierce. I've, I've, the I've, guy's I've, an idiot. Yeah, I've
0: got a uh, I've, I've got another real hot button. Do you think? after watching, that the president was faking his crying?
2: Well, for somebody who's probably killed more children with his drones just by (laughs) (laughs) double-tapping... I'm saying, I mean, it's, I think it looks, it looked
0: totally fake to me. Cause we saw him cry after the election when he was, uh, when he, when he was talking to his staff, talking to his staff, and he was really, he was really, uh, sad that he couldn't campaign anymore. Well, he
2: gets a lot of attention when he cries. He got so much attention from that staff meeting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a great guy because yeah. he's, you know, yeah. I think it's yeah. possible. I honestly don't think so. I can't believe he'd be that bad. He has to be a pretty good actor.
0: But I mean, you didn't, you s- by it. you didn't, s- oh,
2: okay. To me, I just thought he was. I mean, you could be right. I mean, it could be a bi- the biggest phony we've ever seen. I'm
0: but. just, I'm just gonna say it. The guy's a phony. The way he was rubbing underneath his eyes the whole time and pausing. I'm like, the guy's acting. I'm sorry. You can hate me. My wife hates me for saying it. But the guy was acting. I don't believe it for a second. Because you're right. Where did he, you never see him cry for the boys and girls that are maimed by IEDs and all these crazy wars that we're in. You never see him cry for, oh, I'm sorry, we got the Al-Qaeda guy, but we killed 20 other people at the wedding. I'm sorry. Never see him cry for that. The man has no compassion for anything like that. So all of a sudden, this now? No, nah, I'm just going to call it as bull crap. And anyone, you can hate me all you want. But that to me, you know, I didn't see any tears, so I'm rubbing underneath his eyes. It just it it, it it made me angry just to see Oh well, well, I can tell. Yeah, well I'm sorry. <clears throat> but you're right. You no, don't have to be sorry, you can have your opinion. I think it's th- fine. The thing that I see is exactly what you started off with is you there's no crying, no tears for the kids that we droned ever. You know, it's like hey you know, I, I really hate doing this, but we, we've we've got to get the Taliban. We've got to get Al Qaeda. I'm really sorry that sometimes children are also hurt in this. This is not the kind of world that I want us to be in. As a father, I really feel it. How was that? Was that good? I mean, I could be president. You're kind of a cornball actor. No, you know no. that now, please. So I've uh, never seen the-, the Swamp Thing. I did. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, buddy. We will
2: we will go <laughs> hey, into I'm that. Hey, I'm sag,
0: okay? I'm sag because of that. So. Yeah, you're sagging.
2: <laughs> so, um, here's another thing that was interesting: the security aspect. You played security report at school. Why was this implemented in the first place? What were they, what were they fearful of?
12: What's going on? The chaos. So this was really, really close to
7: home. Sandy Hook is indeed quaint, idyllic, even quintessential New England. But here, too, schools have stepped up security. Just this year, Sandy Hook Elementary School put into place a security plan, making it mandatory for visitors to ring a doorbell and only be let in if the staff recognized them through the video monitor. And if staff didn't recognize the visitor, he or she needed to present a picture ID, sign in, and only then would be let into the school. Even when Caitlin went to Sandy Hook, there were emergency drills, lessons that may have saved some of the
2: children today.
0: Well, what, did everything fail?
2: Well, the guy just blew, he busted the window, kicked down the door, came in and started shooting up the place. It's this security, it's a security theater. It's like the TSA. Ah. It doesn't do anything. It, it, as far as I can, ter- I can tell, it, it, it terrorizes the public. And I think these kids must be terrorized by these drills they put them through. Yeah. I mean, to begin with. I mean, yeah. uh, when I was a kid, they used to make you jump under the desk because the Russians were going to bomb us any minute. Where The whole American <laughs> public has been terrorized <laughs> yeah. constantly.
0: You know what else was weird? So, <clears throat> so we.
2: So first, there's by the a, way, it was the principal who got killed. Yeah. Who was the one who put these these? What <clears> were <was he throat> afraid was going to happen?
0: Nah, I, well, these were all these were all rich kids. These are all kids. I think there was. Some, I, I.
2: You know, I'm thinking that. Just let me be a crackpot for a second. Okay. Because I've seen enough of these, and I know how to stage it. You know, to, to do a drama. <laughs> how they like <laughs> you've they been, like to take you've been through you, enough. You of kill this. like thirty people. There may be actually a target in there. Right. One. Yeah, one. And you you obfuscate the target by killing a lot of people. And when you're like some sort of hypnotized zombie or who knows what was wrong with this guy, and he comes in there and murders a bunch of people, he may have been targeting. uh, He may have been targeting. The principal was one of the people he he went right after, and then he shot a bunch of other women because he, he knew that the principal was a female. Now, She's the one who put all the security measures in to keep people out of the school. I, there's something fishy about this whole thing. And I'm yeah. wondering, you know, yeah. if there was somebody that was actually targeted for some reason that we will never you find out about yet. and No one's yeah. going to yeah. discuss. Let me, let me ask you this.
0: Something, here's something else that I found that was kind of weird. So first they say the Bushmaster. Which of course is a horrible uh, military-looking gun, you know, because you can't have a gun that looks like a military gun. But you can it's have it's a
2: varmint gun. Yeah,
0: but you can have a, a car that looks like For a, form, a formula one racing car. Anyway, right. So um, now he killed how many people? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. And according to the reports, you know, so first of all, they had they know exactly what he's got. A Glock. He's got a Sig Sauer. He's got a Bushmaster. Um, right. But then he said. Every single person that was killed, and this is this I when I I mean I immediately saw this one I'm like uh are they trying to tell me something? Every single person that was killed was killed with three to eleven bullets. Which of course is thirty-three. Boom. But if you Ow. if you take three <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but if you take three to eleven times twenty I mean, did he reload? I mean, what did he do? I mean, the, so he, he had multiple clips.
2: I mean, we haven't heard any of this. Well, he well, according to the coroner' most recent report, all the kids were shot with the rifle. Oh, which, now, which, which, is, which initially
0: that thing was left in the uh, in the car. That would that it, the, the 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 rifle was found in the car. I don't know that. No, I, I, oh, I, I yeah, doubt right, that's, that. that's true.
2: Whatever the case no. is, they were supposedly all killed with a rifle, and those that's a twenty-two, a two twenty-three, two twenty-three, two twenty-three, which two, two, is a Swift. It's a bullet that that blows the crap out of anything it hits. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't make sense to me that he'd be. What, what what's the two handguns for? Close range.
0: Yeah well but but then there was 3 to 11 whole eight shots per person. Yeah thank you. Thank you. The whole thing is weird. The whole exactly, thing is weird. Exactly, exactly.
2: And it's being used leveraged to it's leverage If nothing else as far as I can tell is play the Clinton bumps head clip. <laughs>
0: And this, this, is, this was actually my favorite of the day. World
8: news that the Secretary of State Hillary Clinton sustained a concussion after fainting. Our foreign affairs reporter, Elise Lavin is joining us now with the latest information we're getting. So, Elise, uh, update our viewers. What do we know?
13: Well, Wolf, um, over the week, uh, Secretary of State Clinton um, got a stomach virus, as you know, that really put her out for the whole week. She caught that on a trip to Europe earlier in the month, and she had to cancel her trip to the Middle East this week, where she was expected to uh, attend a big meeting on Syria. Now we hear that Secretary uh, suffered a lot of dehydration. She fainted, and we're told her doctors say over the course of the week, they realized that when she fainted, she suffered a concussion. Let me read you a statement from her spokesman, Deputy Assistant Secretary Philippe Reynes. While suffering from a stomach virus, Secretary Clinton became dehydrated and fainted, sustaining a concussion. She has been recovering at home and will continue to be monitored regularly by her doctor. At their recommendation, she will continue to work from home next week, staying in contact with department and other officials. Wolf, I'm told this concussion was not severe and that secretary does intend to come back to work after some recuperation. And her doctor said in a statement that she will make a full recovery work. Don't eat me, Hillary Clinton. So,
2: So, yeah. Yeah. So she had the vapors, apparently.
10: Oh, I've got the vapors.
2: <laughs> and she and she kept, passed out. No, she and was had she, she pooped her guts
0: out, and then uh, she's like, uh, and she fell down, maybe in the toilet. Yeah. Well, well, this, of course, is all very convenient.
10: Secretary of State Hillary Clinton is out of the hospital and resting at home, recovering from a concussion she sustained during a fall. A spokesperson for the State Department says Hillary fainted due to dehydration and hit her head during that fall.
0: I love the applause in the background.
10: It's like, oh, good job. Good job. Good job. Her doctors have asked her to stay home this next week and rest. And Because of her prognosis, Clinton will not testify on September's deadly attack oh! on four Americans in Benghazi, Libya. That was scheduled for next week.
0: Oh, how inconvenient. I got got this one. I got, wait. (laughs) How inconvenient. I got
2: got the same report, only topped a little bit because this has, this is the Hillary follow-up clip, this has yet another reason, and I've never heard this in my life, by the way, and I watch a lot of football, and you'd think somebody would have brought this up, this this sanjay gupta information on one of these games because these guys are having concussions left and right i've never heard this about concussions
8: so let's bring back our chief medical correspondent dr sanjay gupta uh, himself a neurosurgeon uh, the statement from the this- oh, he's a neurosurgeon now wait a minute he, he, was, he was just a minute ago he studies brains every day now he's a oh my goodness, this guy is amazing. Doctors is pretty interesting. Uh, it goes beyond what the official State Department statement
10: said. That's right. Uh, there's a, a, people who have maybe seen this, but this says over the course of the week they had evaluated her and ultimately determined that she had sustained a concussion. Uh, what this means, obviously, this didn't happen today. Uh, this this uh, she had a fainting episode, hit her head. That happened earlier in the week, and then doctors examining her and determining that she had a, a concussion after that. Uh, and they're also saying no strenuous activity, oftentimes they add to that, Wolfa, which you you may find interesting, this idea that you you don't want to, uh, you almost want to give the brain rest as well. (laughs) The doctors will literally say, don't read anything, don't watch television, don't get on a computer. You really want to put the brain to rest for a while to allow the brain to recover from a concussion. Because the statement from the State Department, uh, her spokesman, uh, basically said
8: she's working from home. The doctors are saying they strongly advise her to cancel will all work events for the coming week supposed to appear before the house and the senate this week on december 20th on the benghazi uh killing of the four americans including the u.s ambassador state department report is about to be released on what exactly happened Uh, she obviously can't do that
2: okay she can't... There's another reason. You know, you could maybe make her go... You know, easy, you but she can't that. think. She can't do that. She, she can't, can't look she, at a computer. She, she, can't, she can't She can't look at a book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was interesting because I caught this... Um, in relation to this... Um, Chaffetz. You know, he's, he's the guy that we kind of like. The Chaffetz dude. Yeah, Chaffetz we like. Yeah, we kind of like him. So he's, uh, he's on, uh, I think, Fox. Now, right after this Benghazi thing happened... You know, we we saw immediately that there were like thirty people who were also at this consulate who were flown off to Germany, and we never heard from them again. Right? It's like you know, we never. Heard. Now, apparently, some of them were actually wounded. Um, you know, but a lot of them or or all of them were actual witnesses to the event. These people have not been interviewed. There's no press trying to get them. There's no international. No, they got to get them out of there. So, so they you know, and Shafitz is now saying, "Well, you know, I really." Would like to speak with them, and of course, you know he can't get access to them. But he kind of brings up multiple things. He brings up Hillary's test- not testifying. You know, basically, what she she needs she needed to fall down and hit her head. But also the convenient timing of Susan Rice saying, "Oh no, I don't think I should be uh, Secretary of State." All of this is coming to a head at exactly the right moment because there's a little report that's due.
13: Congressman Jason Chaffetz accusing the State Department of hiding survivors of and witnesses to the Benghazi terror attack. He says the State Department won't identify who they are or grant access to survivors who are still in the hospital. Congressman Chaffetz joins us. Good evening, sir. Hi, Greta. Now, I've done a little, some some mathematics, and it looks like there were 20 Americans who were evacuated from um, Benghazi. Uh, Have you had access to any of those 20 to ask them questions about what happened?
6: Oh, no, absolutely not. Now, when I went to Libya, and I remember I went to Tripoli, I was able to visit with some people who there had firsthand knowledge. But we asked very specifically not only about the four people that were killed, but who was injured, how many were injured, where are they uh, today, and they have refused to do this. I've asked three major television networks to help me in this quest, including Fox News and a couple other, again, big uh, part of the big uh, networks. None of them have been given this information, and it's been typical when we have people killed and there. Iraq, Afghanistan, whatnot. Those names maybe are held for 48 hours, but we don't know how many there are. We don't know what states they're from. We don't know who these families are. And we would like to talk to them.
12: All
13: right. As a a House Republican, you're in in the majority party. Why don't you just drop a subpoena on someone at the State Department to show up and ask that person under oath, who are the people who were evacuated from Benghazi and where are they?
6: Uh, believe me i'm i'm a little bit frustrated that we have not been issuing subpoenas. What we are waiting for though is the State Department to issue their report. Uh, remember, they said they weren 't going to offer any information until their Blue Ribbon Commission got done doing their work. They said that that would take sixty to sixty five days. Well, now that we 're closing in on month three. Uh, the State Department owes us a report. That's why I think Susan Rice made the announcement today because I think we're on the verge of getting that report. Uh, but you're starting to see the State Department squirm a little bit. They're saying now, well, maybe we'll just give you the summary. Maybe uh, Secretary Clinton might not come up. Ah. I think the report, if it's done accurately, is going to be a very difficult thing for the White House, the State Department, the Department of Defense, and the CIA to explain. I'm optimistic, but I think that's why Susan Rice made the announcement today. And we want to get that report, and and that should happen any day now. it's already late so this is uh, so he didn't
0: even know about Hillary uh, falling down and uh, pooping her her yeah. her hydration out, but he was already calling it saying, "Oh, she probably won't come up, she probably won't testify. This is all bad news, this is very, very bad news that's going on, and everyone's running away from it
2: well, I mean if we we stay with our basic thesis. Which I still think is the accurate one, where this was all staged mm-hmm. uh, as a pre-election uh, scam to uh, make the president or make you know our government look good in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I think it's still fall- all, all the elements of that are still in play, and in fact, it just keeps being reconfirmed. Now it's all about the cover-up, yep, yep. which is always what gets always everybody is. into it's trouble. Always is, always is. In fact, Brian. And so the cover-up <laughs> will be a. Will be there because I, you know, at some point you'd think the media, because it happened with Watergate. I mean, Watergate was the same thing. I remember going that whole experience following it, and it was like there was something fishy that went on, and then that ah, was no big deal, and don't worry about it. And then they only stopped, you know, and except for these two guys, one of them, you know, a CIA guy, yeah, or uh, Woodward, yeah, yeah, Woodward, Woodward. Uh, he, uh, Well, I mean, according to the book, the the uh, family book of the Bushes, where it's very well outlined, Family of Secrets, Family of Secrets, very well outlined how uh, Woodward got his positions as a writer, and but he was uh, uh, him and Bernstein went and they started digging and digging, but of course they also had somebody calling him and telling him stuff, deep throat, and then they they started uh, developing a uh, uh, a storyline that you know was kind of passed Ah, bull crap nobody paid any attention to it and, and i think a couple of things broke and then the other papers got competitive and the next thing you know all hell breaks loose and then within you know months and months the next thing you know nixon's crawling around babbling right. he has to quit the job right, right. so right. um of course that, a lot of that was believed to be a setup too in the, the book family of secrets by the way i recommend everybody read that book it is quite interesting so,
0: what was cool about uh, Susan Rice is she's going around telling everybody. Uh, well, actually, <clears throat> let me just uh, here. Here's her statement to uh, NBC, and then I have a little uh, interesting clip uh, where Brian Williams, uh, you know, the guy who used to do uh, breast reduction and breast enhancement reports for uh, Channel Four in New York, is now the anchor and the pillar of news.
14: Today, I made the de- decision that it was uh, the best thing for our country. Uh, for the American people that I not continue to be considered by the President for nomination as Secretary of State because I didn't uh, want to uh, see a confirmation process that was very prolonged uh... very politicized uh... very distracting uh... and very disruptive because there are so many things we need to get done as a country uh... and the first several months of a second term president's uh... agenda is really the opportunity to get the crucial things done uh, we're talking about comprehensive immigration reform balanced uh, deficit reduction job creation that's what matters and to the extent that my nomination could have delayed or distracted or deflected or made even some of these priorities impossible to achieve I didn't want that uh, and I'd much prefer to continue doing what I'm doing which is uh, a job I love at the United Nations yeah
0: which of course gives you inside access to everything that's happening so you can make your investments in uh, energy companies and pipelines Accordingly, so you can go uh, become incredibly wealthy, wealthier than you already are. Uh, but here is the real question: Were you set up? Were you a victim? Oh crap! Somehow I keep hitting the Q button. Sorry, hold on. Let me do that again. Were you set up? Were you a victim of circumstance? Bad-
7: <laughs> yeah, Hillary set me up. Bad data, bad information. Are you blameless in all this?
14: But what? I I don't think anybody is is ever wholly blameless. But I, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't mislead. I didn't misrepresent. I did the best with the information the United States government had at the time.
0: Wow. I love that. I love the question. Were you set up? She didn't answer it, of course, because
2: no. we know she was. Everybody know she's set up. <clears throat> hey, shall we? Uh do so, we have some executive producers to thank for yeah, today's show. well,
0: let me say this first. In the morning, John.
2: Well, in the morning to you, Adam Curry, and in the morning to all ships and sea boots on the ground, subs in the water, feet in the air, and to all the dames and knights out there who support the show on a week-to-week basis. I want to say hi to all of them.
0: Yes, and I want to say in the morning to uh, our crack team who are keeping us on the air, no matter where in the world we come from in exile. Of course, that would be uh, Buzzkill Jr., Void Zero, uh, Sir Gitmo Slave, and uh, Mr. Oil. And in the morning to all of the human resources in the chat room who are going nuts today. The chat room is just on fire with, uh, with opinions. And a lot of that is very helpful to us. Some of it is just very irritating. Uh, <laughs> most of it to me <laughs> and also uh thank you to sir nussbaum for the artwork on uh, no agenda episode 469 or i have to say i we feel that we're a little bit in trouble on the artwork uh the past i think was it two or three episodes we have literally received like one one entry one entry for artwork Yeah, so we have to go different. luckily <coughs> we have such on. a
2: great bat- backlog in the yeah. evergreens yeah and we encourage people to, to post those yeah. but uh we need. Uh, we need you know, current they, we, stuff.
0: We need stuff to be
2: updated. So, yeah, we, we, we need, need cur- artists. You know that,
0: we need artists.
2: Yeah. We probably need to get some new artists because I think these guys are getting tired.
0: let's <laughs> <Yes>, get rid, <laughs> of rid of these. get rid of these guys. They're no good.
2: No, they get tired. We have. We've seen this happen. We've yeah. had wave after wave of artists. They get a little competitive, yeah. and then they back and forth and back and forth. And then the next thing you know, they get pooped. Yeah. Not, and it's, you know, they're doing it as a as a service. And they get pooped, and they say, oh, you know, I'm sick of this." And they stop doing them, or they get a job. Some of them, yeah, yeah that's, them. yeah, that's they true. They don't have time Somebody to give jobs, us free yeah. art, yeah. And uh,
0: or some of them get arrested. Uh, <laughs> like our, like our, uh, our drone uh, artist, our knight there from New Jersey. I haven't heard anything from him. I have no idea. Yeah, how he's I doing. it was just
2: a, there was just an article in the paper yesterday. Uh, he's uh, they got arrested. They threw the book at him. Apparently, you know, a million. You know, uh, thirty-five counts of larceny and thirty-eight counts of you know theft because apparently when he put his poster, in, he took the other one out, so that oh, counts as man. theft, and it was oh, felony theft. That and somebody did the calculation on MetaFilter, and it turns out that they uh, they had the only way they could get to these numbers that it, would, it had to be worth a certain value. These posters that they were in the box apparently cost eighteen bucks a pop, which oh, seems unlikely. Right, and then the whole thing is that you know they just do they Bloomberg's. Fascist New York City is essentially just has no sense of humor. No, no. Well, it's good work. I'd love to get the, one of those posters. Yeah, well, but
0: we haven't heard from him, so I'm a little concerned. I hope he's okay. I think
2: he's still in the in the slammer. We may have no, to no, bail no, him no. He out he made, no. He made bail. I know he made bail. Oh, I did just, he? Okay.
0: Yeah, I just don't know if if, if if you know what this current status is.
2: they may so. not let him use a computer. I have no idea. Oh
0: well, I hope he. I uh, hope he contacts me.
2: So let's thank Sir Richard Bagwell from Palm Coast, Florida, who came in with a nice donation of 1234.56. Wow. Thanks uh-huh. for the best podcast. Sorry. Thanks for the best. <laughs> Sorry, my,
0: the lone wolf in me just came out. Didn't mean to do that.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the best podcast. Be nervous and keep up the great work, guys. I'd like to ask for some job karma. Last time I asked for it, I lost my job. Uh. Second time we've had karma kick back. If it happens again, then I know karma hates me. Uh, trying to get a barony, but I had to move. So, does the barony follow you, or you just get awarded a plot of land like the old days? Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's what exactly what the barony does not to... roam around. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, we we give you a, we give you a plot with coordinates, and that's yours. And if you, you know if you if you move then... if you move away,
2: it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it could get taken over yeah, you by other it. forces. All right. I was in the foothills of South Carolina. Now I'm stuck in Florida. Oh, Florida and I'm, I can use that. And I'm headed uh, even further south next year. I'll send a uh, new address along for the ring. Thanks again. All right. Well, sir, Richard Bagwell, you betcha. Here is your karma.
11: You've got karma.
2: Karma and I work in South Carolina. Sir, DJ Anonymous in Calgary, uh, home of the Stampede 500. Which I've been to. I've been to the Calgary Yeah, Stampede. you have. I haven't. I've always wanted to go. Some people say it's great. I have the belt buckle.
0: And, uh, the, my, my favorite thing about the Calgary Stampede is the, the barrel run. I think it's called. You have the cute girls and the little ponies and they race around these, these big barrels really, really fast. Yeah. But the whole thing yeah. is just sexy. But it's called barrel racing. Yeah, that's it. Barrel racing. But these girls, you know, they're, they're cute. They're just really smoking hot. These tight outfits. And then, you know, they got the little ponies are all, all energetic and stuff. And the girls are just hot, smoking hot. It's, it's great. The Calgary Stampede is
2: awesome. You done now
0: mm-hmm.
2: here's some cash to help out the picture of adam i can just see these you watching these girls drive, driving those horses <laughs> yeah, exactly. adam butting by the how did they do that <laughs> adam huddling by the dumpster was it motivated this donation please give adam and mickey some home safety karma no get home safely. so did you see the person who took that picture and posted it on the internet with you with the cigarette <laughs> no,
0: I haven't seen that one
2: <laughs> with me with a cigarette. I was smoking. They put a cigarette in your hands with a bunch of smoke coming out of it.
0: No, I didn't see that. i Well, I was not smoking. And no, obviously.
2: we They saw the original picture. And it's you get remember.
0: home safely karma, not get home but, safety karma. What kind of douche are you, man? Will give me the proper karma, will you? Damn it! Home You're safety. Not. Karma. Yeah. Well, it's this is not looking good, by the way. I mean, you know, so people want to know what's going on. Just have to, let me explain it very briefly. That in order to get Miss Mickey back into the country, while we wait for her green card, because of course legally she's allowed to have a green card, but this these days that is a four month process. With that's after you've been approved, by the way. So first there's three months. Uh, where you have to send in all this documentation and you make a petition, and then you get the petition. the petition says, "Oh okay, you know uh, we will allow you to request the green card." then you go into the green card uh, phase, which we had just started. Ms Mickey, of course, had to travel for her uh, for her uh, her artwork for her art show, uh, but they wouldn 't allow her to come back in on a tourist visa, so we have to request an o one visa. We can do the O one visa and we're ninety-nine point nine percent sure that it'll all be okay, but you have to send in all these and I'm not kidding. You have to first so first you have to pay the lawyer. Now believe me, the lawyer is twenty three hundred bucks, because the lawyer's a shyster, and this is what he does. And then you gotta send another check for fifteen hundred and fifty dollars for oh Department of Homeland Security. I kid you not. One thousand five hundred and fifty dollars to Department of Homeland Security for the expedited process. But you can't start the expedited process until you have a letter of, uh, no, uh, no dispute from AMTP, the American Motion Picture Television Production Association, who you also have to send a $250 check to. And from. What do they got to do with it? They have to, they, they, they have to say that they have no objection to her coming into the country to work for, uh, in the industry. And then, because Mickey's an actor in this case. And, Um, and then we have uh, SAG, who also won a $250 administrative fee check, and then they also have to send a a, a notice of no no objection. So they haven't sent their letter back yet, and we can't do anything until we get all of the letters. So we got the AMTP letter. Once we get SAG, then we can put it in, and then because we paid the $1,515 to Janet Napolitano, Then we have, they have to respond within 15 business days, business days, which is three weeks, which, and also when they're closed during the Christmas vacation. So we're going to be here until summer. There you go. So people wanted to know what was going on. There it is. And it's, it's. It's uh, it's cute. It's great being in Amsterdam, but it's not the same as being home with our, with our own stuff around us and not being looked at by everywhere we go, uh, and being in a very small space. Uh, there you go. Anyway, thank you so much for the karma, sir DJ Anonymous. It is uh, the home safety karma is
2: highly appreciated. Did you? Uh... Hit the karma button. I don't. I did. I did. I did, I did. You know, we we took the karma. We're on to, to Mike. Mike Keeler in Lost Wages, Nevada. Nuts. Three sixty nine sixty nine. I think this should qualify me for a knighthood. Apparently so. You're going to get it later. <laughs> yep. And he wants a little karma for the economy. Yeah. That'll really
11: help. You've got my karma.
0: And for those of you in the chat room who don't understand it, believe me, you can't keep, no matter what you do, you cannot keep coming into the United States as a tourist. At a certain point, they say, you're not a tourist. And she's not. But then if you're going through a green card process, you shouldn't leave the country because you don't want to be a tourist. I mean, it's effed. Ever since 9-11, the process is... I'm embarrassed for my, for my country. I'm embarrassed that the President of the United States just gave 139,000 illegal illegal immigrants a stay of deportation and my wife can't come into the country. If the whole
2: thing is effed. Fake cry baby mofo. Sorry. We're done? Yeah. Anthony Leone and Catskill, New York, two twenty one, thirteen. He'll be an associate executive producer with a great sigh of relief, he says, that my no, no agenda knighthood has been achieved this past December fourth with my thirtieth, thirty-three thirty three no agenda boarding pass donation just in time for the apocalypse. <laughs> I know that normally you guys chip in the penny, however, on the occasion of the apocalypse, I decided to add two two one thirteen to bring myself to a total of twelve twenty one twelve. Night of the Apocalypse. Nice. Nice one. Yeah, I like the Night of the Apocalypse. Night of the That'll
0: Apocalypse. The, yeah, it's good. I like 12, it. 12, like
2: 21, 12. Okay, we'll put that in the next newsletter as an option. There's a title one can have for only a short while. <laughs> yeah, if there's an apocalypse, you get it for a week.
0: You, you get laid I for about like, uh, one day.
2: <laughs> hey, baby, I'm a Night of the Apocalypse.
0: Oh, great. Let's hurry up.
2: On the unlikely chance that the world does not end this coming week, I'll keep paying you guys. Keep talking. And the descent into madness is just a little easier. Please, yeah. You know the thing is, I, I talked to we would discuss this with J.C. the Buzzkill Junior. I Every so often, we try to uh, make the ludicrous nature of the of the modern world and the news slightly humorous.
0: Yeah, well, we try.
2: So you don't get depressed. We had somebody wrote wrote me that says, "I, you're." Podcast is depressing. I'm not listening anymore.
0: Yeah. No. Well, then you're not anyway, getting the joke. A, <laughs> you're not
2: getting the needs, joke. He, he needs Sherman called out as a douchebag. Douchebag. And give us give us some karma. Okay. Thank you so much.
11: You've got karma.
2: And finally, our buddy uh, Sir Dean Bertram there in Ghana, two twelve seventeen. Uh, and he just wants a birthday shout out for uh, his uh, for Donna, who's fourteen. Okay. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, he says. Happy
11: New Year. Happy New Year.
2: And uh, that would be it for our uh, show four seven zero. That's right. I want to remind people to go to. Sorry.
0: No, no. I'm yeah. just. I'm just saying. That's right. That's right. I'm saying. Yeah, like you're kind of like in a in a in a church. We're, yeah, brother.
2: Yeah. That's right. Uh, remind people to go to NoAgendaShow.com NoAgendaNation.com Also org Slash NA Which is the primary donation site And also com Slash NA If you can't get there For some reason Although we haven't had Too many reports of that Of late
0: And I'd like to remind everyone That these credits Are absolutely real These executive producer And associate executive producer credits uh, You can actually use them At SAG Now I'm not saying That they're going to get you A letter any sooner That you need to You know To get into the country But you know uh, they are actual credits. And unlike the phonies in Hollywood, we're the ones that will actually vouch for you. And of course, you can always go out and propagate our formula.
1: Our formula is this we go
3: out, we hit people in the mouth.
14: Shut up,
2: you may return to your business, citizen. Right. What was that little thing at the end?
0: That was Batman. <clears throat> oh. And we have, you know, this... Uh, this
7: uh, yes,
2: citizen, don't be alarmed. We're here on official business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're here on official business to assassinate the media citizen. Wait, here's one for you. Here's one for you. Yes. Oh, hold on. For some reason, my hands are, like, a little weird today, and I keep hitting the Q button. I'm going to try this. Yes, citizen, you may return to your harpsichord. <laughs> 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 oh man, uh, let me let me just uh, blow out some uh, some racial crap here for a second, so we know that uh, Susan Rice withdrew, and she was on the uh, Rachel Maddow show. Uh, Andrea Mitchell was on the Rachel Maddow. Now Andrea Mitchell is uh, she's like a senior correspondent or something. She's like the muckety-muck of of Washington for NBC or MSNBC.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, NBC. Yeah. And And she's uh, married
0: to... Yeah, she's married to some douche, right? Some, like... Greenspan. Oh, of course. That's why... Oh, yeah. That's why she always gets to... Say whatever she wants. So here's, here's report number one where she, you know, she has to pull all racial cards. I'll
15: bring in NBC's Chief Foreign Affairs Correspondent Andrea Mitchell and Andrea, what are you hearing about
2: Susan Rice? She's married to Greenspan, that old dude? We talk about that. You always are surprised every time we discuss this, I am. and we've done it like at gre- least four times.
0: Greenspan's like a hundred years old, isn't he? I mean, she's yeah, and he
15: talks like this. And
0: she's beat up, but you know, she, she's hot for him. She's, he, that's a real catch for him.
12: Withdrawing her name. Well, I think that this had become a, sort of an impossible challenge for her to be confirmed. That she realized that the White House realized it as well. I think they know that they are on good political solid ground, as you were just pointing out, this is not going to be, uh, this is not going to help Republicans at all, the fact that a woman and a woman of color has been forced out of a confirmation process even before she was nominated.
0: This is so horrible, the thing she's saying. A woman, a woman of color? It's like,
2: yeah, it's because everyone else in the world hates black women. This is clear, this is clear what it is. Hold on, yeah, and by the way, before she was nominated, and then Rice comes out and goes on and on as if she's always been, already been nominated Obama himself says he hasn't made any decisions or considerations. I can say the same thing about my wife. Yeah, you know, yeah, Mimi is yeah, yeah. a woman. Yeah, she's, she's been taken she out of the running. Yeah, yeah. For Secretary of State. That's right.
0: It's horrible. It's it, that, that is just. It's That's sexism. because she's a woman, woman, man. And she's a woman of color. This is horrible. This Actually, is horrible. she's part
2: Indian, so she is a woman of
0: color. <laughs> oh. oh, she can get some. Do you guys get subsidy?
2: Yeah, we're working on it. It no, no, doesn't seem to be working out.
0: So now, so, <laughs> so Andrea... <Jesus laughs> Piece of the casino action. <laughs>
2: Hello, welcome to the...
0: Welcome to the Dvorak Casino. <laughs> Rien ne va plus. Place your bets, please. So here's Andrew Mitchell. Then she goes on the Rachel Maddow show just to, to ratchet it up a little bit.
12: Very, very well qualified. <laughs> so I think that having opposed a woman and a woman of color... Oh, a woman and a woman of color! Given what they've just experienced in this presidential election, I think the, the conclusion on the White House is that Republicans will pay a higher price. But a lot of Democrats are saying that the president uh, did not show enough loyalty. A lot of women in the administration are very angry, and I, I'm saying this at a very high level.
0: So she's, very, she's at a very, very high level. Women are angry. They're angry because, now this is where it gets interesting, John. The president didn't back her up. So not only is he a fake crybaby mofo, he's a liar. Because he said he was... You know, remember what he said? He said, you, you want to take on You want to pick on someone your own size? Because I'm going to take care of her. People seem to have forgotten
12: that. Angry because they feel that she was not treated with respect. She was not given the support she needed. And she was left to twist in the wind. <laughs> <They're-> <laughs> twist in the wind! Angry with whom, though? Angry with the White House. Hmm. Uh, and with with the boss with the president for not being willing to fight this out.
0: What do you think happened there? I mean, so now it starts to come clear. I mean, it's it well, starts- Oh wait,
2: hold on a second. Wasn't Rice the one who said she's not she's taken herself out of the race? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, then how does any of this apply if she took herself out of the race? Was she are they implying that she was forced out? No, I think I think literally. What are they what are they saying? I don't get it. Explain. That he
12: well, here's some more back down in the face of a challenge from a Republican minority after having won a reelection victory. And most people in the foreign policy community understand that as qualified as John Kerry is, and he's superbly qualified, he was trained. He lived for this post. He's the son of a diplomat. I love that.
0: John Kerry is superbly qualified because he's an incredible douchebag. He's the son of a diplomat. He married into the richest family in the world. He has a head as big as a watermelon. I think he's extremely qualified
2: to be a douchebag.
12: And clearly wanted this job and will get this job.
2: Are they blaming him now? No, th- no. He I th- clearly wanted the job, th- and now he's getting the job. <laughs> they had two and two, dummy. He's going to get this job. I think something else is going. I remember she's at the
0: top no, echelon. Something else is,
2: she's at the top something echelon. Else. She's
0: got inside information, John. She's got something information. going
2: on. They needed Susan Rice in that position for some reason that they're not telling us now. I, I'm guessing because she's really adamant about this. What well, difference does it make? Well, I, I you know, there's... Uh, I I'm What difference does it make that they would get this worked up?
0: Well, let's go back, let's go back to the original assessment. The original assessment from the curry DeVore Consulting Group was that uh Hillary Clinton set Susan Rice up for this fall. Now, th- you know, clearly she needed she needed the buffer zone for the whole Benghazi thing, which is why she now is pooping and, you know, and hitting her head and can't testify which is going to get all wrapped up and it'll be Christmas and it'll be New Year's and then it'll be, pfft, we've forgotten and then we'll have another crazy gunman and then you know, no one will care anymore. So she's going to get out of that. So I, you know, I, I think that this was always carries to have from day one and the president didn't want Susan Rice and so he just, you know, I'm telling you, the guy is a crybaby lying mofo. He went up there and said, pick on someone your own side. He didn't mean that. He didn't mean it. And Andrea Mitchell, she just, in order to be on the Rachel Maddow show, she just has to say sexism, racism. She just has to do that. It's just part of the part of the NBC uh, rule book.
2: Well, this is very suspicious. I mean, who cares? <laughs> Why would Andrea Mitchell or anybody else care that Susan Rice has got? Gee, in, in a political situation where one person gets a job that the other person wanted or the other person quits a job they could have had but they got aced out for some reason, some political reason or otherwise, why does anybody that's in the news media, why are they so invested that she would come out and, and talk like this unless something else was going on that they're not telling us?
0: Well, I think there's also still a general news media move uh, to discredit Uh, every single republican in the universe i think that's still in there i mean that's you know and 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 call them out as old racist white dudes you know there is still the war on white
2: dudes Yeah, but that's been going on forever
0: it's it's really ratcheted up you know i mean the the war on old white dudes is that's pretty big now
2: yeah it's popular
0: we got a war on, on, on white fat dudes. This, this was my favorite. So, of course, you know, as, as Hillary will have a miraculous recovery within the next four years after she, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll look great. She'll get her facelift done. Uh, she's, gonna, Another she's, she's going to be so prepared for, for 2016. But of course, we've already got to start getting rid of the white dude who she'll be running against, which, you know, more than likely would be Chris Christie. So how are we going to do that? Well, obviously, he's unhealthy.
6: Look, if he runs for president, Jonathan, the version of where are his tax returns is going to be. Let's see your medical records. That's going to be the yeah. constant. And let's see these checkups Dr. Lawrence
1: K. Altman, a no, long-time I mean, New
6: York Times right. reporter. Who used to do this. Who's and, a doctor right. yep. who is a, a, uh, a piranha when it comes to this stuff. Or, and, r- and this would return in a hurry. It would be relentless. You can just see by guys like him and also the rest of the press corps saying it, right? Show us the show records. Us the records. Uh, what was your last doctor visit? You know, uh, blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Okay. And I do
5: think um, okay. that...
2: Yeah. You got it. Clip of the day. I don't have anything to beat that one. <laughs> I don't think it was all that good. Uh, no, 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 it was. Believe me, take my word for it. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. Thank you very much. Clip of the day. There's still 42 seconds on it. Yeah, we'll keep playing. I get. The, I think you the idea that, has been been established.
6: Yeah, but it's just kind of funny to keep hearing him say. We're it. into where we have uh, calorie counts on menus, <laughs> where you know McDonald's is sort of losing value. Greek yogurts taking off. We're sort of in the, the this sort of more health focused era. People are more cognizant yeah. of obesity issues at this point than they've been in a long, long oh, time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think uh, that could be a factor as well. But you're absolutely right, Chuck. This will be uh, the upset. Obscen- in terms it,
10: it'll of be his tax returns. essentially. <laughs> and, yeah. In terms of and
6: being complete, being and That answer—that's that answer, not an
10: answer. It, that it, would the, the truth of the matter is, it's not ridiculous. Uh, ultimately, that, that the health and well-being of the president, who you pick for vice president—I mean, that, you know—you're electing some of the most powerful person in the world.
0: Listen, you fat bastard! You can't be president, fat boy. That can't happen. You're going to die. <laughs> oh man. I'm telling you, it's so weird to be here where everyone where everyone is still zombified. you have no idea. I mean in America we have you know well that's not entirely true of course. Um, but here it's it's hard to explain, but but people really you know
2: I they're all in what you're saying they
0: are kind of all in but but they're 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 hiding from it because they know that there's something going on. I can feel that. But they just don't want to know. They're just like, ah, uh, They're like, putting, you're putting your fingers in here. Like, eh, no, 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 I didn't hear I didn't hear I didn't hear it. <laughs> like, no, 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 it's not, no, it's not true. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. And it's very it's very surreal. It really is. Because in America, you know, you can still start up a conversation with someone and go like, you know, like, hey, these guys are crazy. They're ripping us off. You know, and it's like. And the people go like, "Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, they're ripping us off." But here it's like, ah, 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 "Let's have another beer,
2: I'll
0: have some blue wine." We're being scammed. <laughs> We're being scammed. Yeah, and a, and a, and a good American will go, ah, "Hell yeah!" Bastards scamming us. But here it's just like, "Nah." Ah. <laughs> I don't want to know. They're
2: hopeless. That's why they keep getting into these stupid wars. They get convinced that they should be in. What war? Well, we're in the war. Oh, by the way. Yeah, but we're. Yeah, but it's a different deal. We're We're the the empire. Come on.
0: (laughs) So, um, uh, NATO has decided to send uh, two Patriot missile batteries to Turkey to defend against, you know, obviously the evil Syrian Scud missiles and uh who to whom falls this responsibility uh in uh, amongst nato the dutch it is actually a dutch patriot battery two batteries um which just looks like two trucks essentially with some tubes on it and uh, and they're sending that with 400 troops i might add uh to syria and so uh our prime minister here rita Uh, ...went uh, to be praised by the uh, Secretary-General of NATO. And uh, I just have a little clip here to talk about, uh,
16: you know, as he is praising the Dutch. This shows um, the value and uh, importance uh, the Netherlands places uh, on its um, membership uh, in NATO. And uh, we are very grateful uh, for all your contributions. We know uh, they are, are made despite uh, difficult economic times. Um, in fact, uh, the Netherlands uh, is uh, leading uh, the way on
2: smart defense.
0: Smart defense. This is a new one to me, a new name,
2: <laughs> smart defense. Um, smart this. defense, you scam patriot missiles that don't work. Well, no, apparently, okay. apparently, smart. No, apparently, smart money. Apparently, the Dutch have been
0: able to scam their own population into thinking that they're doing all of this stuff for NATO f- for nothing, just on a, on a shoestring budget. Um,
16: this enables you uh, to use your defense budget uh, more efficiently. Um, of the 22 multinational projects uh, which we approved at the Chicago Summit uh, this year, uh, you participate in no less than 17. Um, that is remarkable. And we are very grateful for that.
0: Very good, Dutch boy. Very good. 17 of the 22, no less, on your shoestring budget under austerity, where the people uh, can no longer deduct their housing uh, interest expenses, where they have to work longer, shut up, slave, retire when you're 70. Just shut up, shut up, shut up. But very good. You're working well for NATO with your, with your little patriot missiles. Very, very good. Very good. Did,
2: did they change the, the retirement age to 70? No, it's
0: not 70, but it's 67. You know, it's like everywhere else. They they upped it a couple That's, of years. Yeah, they, they moved everybody up. And then he talked about the scudge, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um so The scudge? It's the scuds. scuds
16: scudge, scuds, I is better. The scudge. The scudge. In other words, um no missiles uh, hit uh, neighboring uh, territory. Um We can't uh, confirm uh, details of the missiles, um, but um, some of the information um, indicates uh, they were uh, Scott—type missiles. Um, The use of such indiscriminate uh, weapons shows utter disregard uh, for the lives uh, of the Syrian uh, people.
0: I find this very interesting. So what he's saying is, because they are scud missiles, which are unguided, which are not like you know the sophisticated stuff that we got that NATO the has, like the V
2: two rocket <coughs> that the Germans used <laughs> yeah. in World War two. Yeah.
0: It's like you show no regard for human life because you're not like taking out you know people specifically. You're just letting these things fly. I mean, you're a horrible, horrible man. As opposed to us, who you know we we just hit a, a wedding and we get the dude and uh, a couple of other people. I mean, it's just—it's—it's it's amazing how the ease with which the elites talk about death and destruction and cry so over my,
2: children. My clip is from uh, Russia Today, which changes the uh, changes the angle just a little bit on the Patriot missiles in Turkey. It's a little straightforward. Uh
4: has warned nato of triggering a world war by deploying patriot missiles on turkey's volatile border with syria it called on the military alliance to reverse its decision to station the defense system there nato promised earlier this month to provide manned missile batteries in order to shield turkey from possible cross-border aggression
2: right just that simple world war
4: yeah no yeah it's coming it's 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 good and it's necessary because
0: we need to clean up some people we need to get the war machine going. It's just its just unfortunate it's going to be here.
2: So, uh, kind interesting. Of interesting, kind of a side topic that hasn't been covered by the media at all. Okay. I didn't even know about it. Okay. Uh, and in fact, I was very uh, interested in this. The uh, guy, Gordon Smith, who's the head of the NAB, National Association of Broadcasters, brought it up on, on a C-SPAN show. Yeah. And uh, I didn't even know this was going on. Play the clip, FCC trying to kill broadcast TV.
0: Oh, boy. Wait a minute. This is something new.
5: The FCC has said that it wants to move rapidly towards holding incentive auctions in 2014. While your group has expressed concerns that if the commission rushes the process, that it might not be done right. Can you uh,
1: elaborate a little bit on the worries there? Well, you know, the way they're constructing this is they're going to say to broadcasters, how many at this price would volunteer to go out of business? And they'll see who raises their hands and then they'll say to the buying community how many will buy at that price and no one will know who is doing what but them in the middle and then when they find out well we don't need that spectrum okay how about this lower price how many will sell for this and how many will buy for that and they'll try to come up with a patchwork model that clears a band for them the other side of this which is concerning to us is of course a lot of towers will have to be moved It's part of the repackaging of of television stations and that is uh if this is not done correctly uh it you know the dtv transition went from analog to digital uh that'll look like sunday school class compared to the complexity of this and millions will be disenfranchised from television wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute let me understand so <clears throat> um
0: why are the 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 broadcast television stations going away i didn't quite understand the auction thing in the beginning
2: yeah yeah that's right you didn't in fact who knew anything of this was going on and, and it, let's take a look at a couple of things that have happened first of all we went from analog to digital right. which changed the structure and the and the kind of uh, spectrum needs of every broadcaster. Many stations, like Channel Seven locally, and a lot of them had they, they get their old chunk back in terms of uh, bandwidth, so they have three channels. They have their HD channel, and they got two other secondary channels. They can. They're trying to rest control, the, or the government actually was like would like to get terrestrial broadcasting. This is my theory at this point because of this auction, this crazy auction, they're going to try to grab back some of the spectrum because a lot of people aren't using it. I mean, we have a couple of stations that they use, you know, they got their three channels, the, the big networks, and they, they use one of them and two of them are the same thing, that they don't need, that they're redundant. Right. Or one of them is just playing weather 24-7. It does not. So they're going to see if they can get that spectrum back. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have said that they were going to try this stunt before they went from analog to digital, but that's what they're trying to do. Now, this... Triggered a thought in me because right now in the San Francisco Bay Area, there is a lawsuit going on that's been in the process for five years by a bunch of individuals, and you can look this up. It's a lawsuit over that Second and whatever street it is where that AT and T building is. Right, at, that right, The second NSA street. has yeah. yeah, yeah, Second Street. There's a big building, and then the NSA apparently has half of it, and all the internet traffic is being cached. And well, I don't know where they're doing with it all, but <laughs> right. they're putting it somewhere. Right. So they're getting sued over this. Uh, Essentially, it's obvious that the government would love to get rid of anything that they don't have instant control of. In other words, the Internet switch, Mm -hmm. where they can just shut down all communications – Right now, you can't shut down all these radio stations and, and broadcasters. I mean, oh, the- okay,
0: I see what you're saying. So the idea is, is to have everything run through IP, everything run through Second Street, essentially, so that there's total control over every type of communication from any point A to citizenry point B.
2: Right. So, so let's encourage more cable TV and more of these these things that that we can. There is a way to control it. It's hard to control broadcasting. In fact, the old rule was in South America when you were going to start a revolution. The first thing you do is take over the radio station, and then announce that you are now the new leaders. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. So this is
0: exactly why we need to protect our hams. This is why the no agenda hams is going to be extremely. You know, we can do slow scan television. We can actually do this stuff.
2: This will be knocking at the door but you can do it. Yes.
0: <laughs> Hello. You know, can I tell you something? I, you know, so I only had my rig for like 3 days or 4 days before I had to leave to come and and uh, swoop in and be with my bride. I really miss my HF rig. I really I, I really miss like doing the long distance. I I would just gotten into it. I'd like 3 days of, you know, uh communicating on the digital stuff with uh, with Germany and with uh, Cuba and with Canada, it was really amazing what what, what you can do with this ham radio stuff. And, and and now I don't have it anymore.
2: And you and I think you did. I think you're still licensed since you're a general for many of the bands are in that are available in Holland.
0: Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm allowed, I, I did bring my my uh, my two meter set. But you, know, you can you can barely hit any repeaters from where I am right now. This is, it's not the same infrastructure, <clears throat> but I I can uh, operate uh, here under my uh, my license. Uh, it's just I don't have a rig. I don't have a I, you know I I want no, like maybe a,
2: some local ham will help you out. You can sit yeah, you down. Yeah. Let me finish this anyway. Yeah. Let me admit, let me try to summarize yes. what yeah. what it was yeah, that yeah, was yeah. confusing. Please, yeah. Apparently in 2014, the FCC decided that you know we'd like to get some of the spectrum back. And we have buyers over here, you know, AT and T or whoever they are, that would like to have some of this spectrum for like the spectrum for, that 4G the broadcasting stuff, for like four G stuff, for four G or whatever, who knows right, whatever right. they're going to use it for, right, maybe right, nothing, right? right. But whatever the case is, they can. They, this is prime spectrum because it has long distances. It's the, you know the, the the reason that the broadcasting, the TV broadcasting, was put where it was because at the time you know, before we could do all this fancy stuff and we had all these repeaters and, and microwaves of different sorts, this was the most effective band you could have for getting a, shooting right. a long ways from one antenna. Right. So now, so they decided that here's what we're going to do. Any broadcaster out there that owns one of these, even though you're still licensed and we could probably just cheat you and take your license away, but this, that would show up as a bad thing. We're going to ask you, do you want to sell out? you want to just sell? Give up. Give up. Just give up. ABC in uh, San Francisco Bay Area. You want to just give up? We'll take those three stations from you. How much money do you want? What is it worth? What is it worth right now for you to just walk? Right. And that's the auction. And they said, "Well, it's probably worth- <laughs> that's the auction." <laughs> just to go away. An okay, it's worth five billion bucks. You can have it. And they so they take this, that bid and they go to their secret bidders. They won't say who it is, which is kind of weird. They say, "Okay, these guys will get, They'll give up this whole thing for five billion. Can you afford it?" Yeah, we'll pay five. Okay, or, or they would say no, we can't. We we can pay four. They would go back to the ABC guys and say four billion, and you're out of here. You're out of the Bay Area, huh. and you're just giving up to to these guys. You can run a cable, or you I mean, there's obviously you can still go through the cable system, or and the whole thing is just to sc- screw the public. There are a, a, almost 20 million people in the United States that are rely on terrestrial broadcasting. They don't have cable. They don't have satellite. They don't have the dish network. Those things are expensive.
0: It's funny. This whole thing is, is bad. It's funny. If you, if you look here, in the Netherlands, uh, there is, well, they do have digi, digitenna. So they have some kind of digital set-top box you can get. Uh, but pretty much everyone has cable. And it's been that way for as long as I can remember. They, you know the, action That's of the idea. antennas. Yeah. It's, it, it's a great way to control
2: everybody. Wow! Yeah, no, this was a this broadcasting thing was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, I, I think we need to set up a, a ham radio bulletin board system, a BBS. where you <laughs> when you connect and over the ham radio, and you can get like you, know, you can post a message, and then Good you, idea, and then you disconnect, and someone else can connect. Remember those? Remember the old BBSs? I ran one of those. Tell me you didn't run a BBS back in your day.
2: You know, the funny thing was, I had all the BBS software. I reviewed it all. And I could have. Uh, it's just I never thought like the idea of having all those phone lines coming in because <laughs> to do it right, you needed like dozens of phone. No, lines. no, no. You just had
0: one phone line. Oh well, that's really. Oh, yeah, you had one phone line, and it would kick the guy off after like ten minutes. You know, and he you had wanted. You wanted lots <laughs> of
2: phone lines.
0: Yeah, I, I was a kid. I didn't have lots of oh, phone well, lines. It. I didn't have lots makes of... makes sense. Can you, if you, would can you that. turn your speaker down just a tad, John? I, I'm having trouble yeah, filtering okay. out the, the slap back.
2: If so so I can get th- my computer to come back up, there it is.
0: So um, here's a question for you. If...
2: Um,
0: oh, wow, it's crazy. It's like slapping back really loud.
2: I've got it down to nothing. I can't barely hear you now. Uh,
0: well, that's too bad. How's that? Yeah, that's good, I guess. So if... Um, if you uh, run a company, an American company, and uh, you know, and and a terrorist wants to, you know, utilize your services, you can't do that, right? What? Well, let's say, let's say we uh, we have a, a consulting group, and uh, and what, te- we
2: we got an offer from some terrorist, the Dvorak, to, to <laughs> w- Dvorak consultant. I wish,
0: <laughs> I wish. So let's say you have an online service, for example. Now, can a terrorist use your online service if you're an American company? Is that legal? Is that, uh, is, or, or should that be illegal?
2: Or how does that work? depends on the terms of service. Aha. Uh-huh. I list- think it should be clearly, clearly written in the terms of service that no terrorist can use the service.
4: A, uh, when a terrorist organization or any organization is designated as a foreign terrorist outfit or in any individual is designated as a foreign terrorist uh, can he or she or that particular organization can open an account with Facebook or Google because they are U.S. companies?
0: So this is uh, the State Department press briefing, and the question is exactly that. If you've got a terrorist organization, are they allowed to open up an account with Facebook or Google uh, even though they're terrorists? I mean, that, Well,
2: can I answer the question before you play the
0: real yeah, answer? of course. Of course.
2: Well, from what I understand, yes, because they uh, have the same rights uh, and privileges of anybody else, and I think they do have Facebook pages. That's the, the F- other reason.
4: FTO, any U.S. organization, citizens, are banned for having any introduction with them?
2: Well, when... Uh
16: activity is sanctioned, it does give the U.S. government broad latitude to talk to our companies about the way these sanctions are to be implemented. So each case is different, and we evaluate each case individually. Uh, there are, as you can imagine, circumstances where uh, it might be advantageous for accounts to stay open. I'm not going to go any further than than that.
3: <laughs>
0: so the answer is um well, we have continuous contact with the government, the government and the, uh, and Facebook. And, uh, they continuously tell us when they have terrorists signing up. And then we'll just change the rules for them only because we want to spy on their accounts. Oh, and by the way, we might do that yeah. for anybody. For
2: anybody. Yeah. This is. That's so exactly what the answer is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just they fal- don't want these guys going into the dark <laughs> don't net. Don't go away. Don't go away. Stay on Facebook. Please. <laughs>
0: Exactly, but they're literally saying, "Well, you know, you can't do that." But you know, is is Facebook of course people? You have to understand that you are being spied on all the time. You know, you know. So I, I made a big mistake. Well, maybe it's not a mistake. So Mike Elgin. Who was so nice, you know, and he's a producer of the show and he posted such nice things about us. So I, I go on this Google Plus. Have you ever been on this Google Plus thing? Do you know what, you know? Yeah, about?
2: yeah, I've got a Google Plus account.
0: Oh, well, okay. So here's, here's what you might not want to do. So I go on the Google Plus thing and then I see, you know, and I'm like, oh, how does this thing work? And like, and we've got circles and squares and whatever. And then I see I'm in 7,000 circles. I, are you in any circles? Yeah, I'm in a couple. Well, I'm in seven thousand circles, and I say, "Okay, good for you." No, but I, but, I, but I say, "Oh, oh wow, I'm in seven thousand circles," and then all of a sudden, I start to get all these messages.
2: This thing, it's you know, and I, of course, yeah, you you turn that off. You could turn oh, that off. Turn yeah, it off.
0: I, it all went to my email. I got like a million oh, yeah. things, and then huge you know, problem. But then, I'm, I mean, everyone's like, "This is great," and this is going to be fantastic. And I'm like, I don't really see the value. I mean, what
2: what is really great? Elgin actually is the most, he's a maven on on this thing, and he's convinced, and I think he somehow makes money. What? Uh, Oh, well, Now now you've got my interest. How do we make money on the Google Plus thing? (laughs) He's got some, you know, I've always wanted to take him aside or hang out with him and have him show me exactly what he's doing, Uh but he's got some, he's got some, I don't know what, he somehow makes money on, through his uh, milking Google Plus, I don't know what he does. Well, then we have
0: to figure this out. Because, you know, I get all these, like, oh, you have 20 new notifications. And I get, like, you got plus one. What plus one? You got plus one on your (laughs) comment. Plus one. Plus three on your post. The whole thing is idiotic. It's a time sink. It's like, I don't, but people are really happy that I'm, they're like, oh, it's so great to have you here. I'm like, but I don't understand. I'm not, and I don't get the benefit of it. I just don't, I don't see it.
2: Will somebody please send Adam a memo explaining the benefits of Google Plus? No. Adam at curry.com. No, it's, he will read it. It's plus Adam Curry. Don't send it to plus Adam Curry. He'll never find it. No, that's the thing.
0: It's like it's like it's like where am I? What am I looking at here? And then everywhere I go, it's like I'm on
2: YouTube. And then I see like essentially Twitter on steroids. Oh, yeah. Is that it? You don't like Twitter. You won't like this. Well, I like Twitter but it's
0: just it's just i don't know but you know but the, the thing is you post something and then and then you get these notifications and then it's like it's just like all of a sudden i've lost an hour in the day of of <laughs> google plus i'm like i need to, i need my hour back i mean i have not i just have not gotten any huge benefit other than hey you know i i, I think it's great we have 700 people in the no agenda community circle
2: <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and they are all want yeah, you. think you're a moderator. <laughs> the, I am. I'm a brown shirt.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am, too, I believe, although I never. You should come in there. They, they wanna, they, they're going to want to do a, uh, a, that's not a meetup. It's called a, uh, what the hell's it called? A hangout. You get everybody a hangout, a hangout, online at the same hangout, time. A hangout, a hangout. A hangout. Yeah. You can have a hangout and have a video hangout. Hey, and man. Can, hey, man. Hey, you know what you can do? You know what you can do? <laughs> what? You can hang out.
0: Let's go there and hang out and kick some people off. You and I. Let's you see.
2: hang out and then you uh, say hi and you say, "What do you do?" I want
0: you and I to go in there and kick people off of the hangout. Kick
2: people. Say, off. "Hey, hey, man, out, House! <laughs> all right. I did some get of the Nazis that are in Leo's uh, room. They all right. Do so, that.
0: so of the so of the three days that I that I've been spending an hour a day in the in the in the Google Hangout circle. There was only one thing that I got that I that was of any value. One thing that was of value. And that was a story from, uh, it was an old story from 2007, but I did like it very much. It was a story from Bloomberg about the Robin Hood Foundation. Uh, the Robin Hood Foundation, of course, is what I have identified as this, these scammers who put on this show... Or a number of shows a year, and they have a hundred and forty or one hundred and fifty million dollars of which they invest half of it, um, and you know it's not it just doesn't seem like it's really benefiting the people it's supposed to benefit directly. so I get this story from two thousand seven from Bloomberg where there were questions in Congress about the Robin Hood Foundation, and oh, he, and, oh here it is. the main concern from Congress. Half the money in the Robin Hood Foundation is invested in hedge funds run by Robin Hood donors or board members who get paid the industry standard fee of 2% of assets and 20% of profits for managing the donations. So I'm like, wow, of course it makes so much sense. That's why everyone's all... Remember we're like, brought to you by Chase and Jamie Dimon and everyone's in there and we and we, we see all these you know tens of millions of dollars invested in all these different funds now i understand they're taking your money they invested in hedge funds the same people who are taking your money and, and are on the board woo they are taking the 2% fee let me see 100 million dollars um 2% is 2 million dollars and 20% of any profits they're taking that right off the top hey I, these guys are great <laughs> well, they're smarter than we are. And then all yeah. of a sudden, well, uh, we get uh, Diane Thoyer,
13: uh, who has a report. It was an epic concert, a pantheon of rock legends. A pantheon of rock legends. Gathering to raise money for those hardest hit by Hurricane Sandy.
15: Baby, we were born.
0: That sounds pretty off-key, by the way. It doesn't sound very good.
13: Two billion people
0: around the globe. Watch the cattle. Two billion people around the globe. What? No, they didn't, Diane Sawyer. You're high.
13: Okay, $30 million raised in ticket sales. But those suffering from Sandy were also promised a lot of help from the U.S. government. And that money is stalled in Congress. So ABC's David Curley decided to find out why.
0: So this is really great. So there's a $60 billion package that has been put together, uh, but it turns out the whole thing is filled with pork. Hey.
2: Hey. Hey. What? Hey. Hey. Just to show you that this is the, we, we are the land of equal opportunity. We screwed over the Haitians. We can screw over ourselves too. We, we're fair. This is fair. We screw the Haitians, now we can screw ourselves. oh, we got Americans having trouble to ask. screw them. We, we already saw this with Katrina, by the way. but this is so a, why is this a big shock to
0: you? Well, this is a little different because this is not money that, uh, that people it's only they only raise 30 million dollars, so they say. For uh, for the stupid concert, this is uh, a sixty. Oh, that's billion. missing is Clinton. This is <laughs> this is sixty billion dollars with a B. Sixty billion dollars in government funding um, that is supposed to go to help people rebuild, uh, but instead, listen to what it's what what is really in the package. Six weeks after Sandy in Long Beach, New York, Janet Peters and her elderly that mother, that's mother that's are still better. dealing with this, wondering who's helping.
15: No one can tell you where that new, what that new money is slated for. No one seems to have any answers.
0: With the hospital still down, the water and sewer system not fixed, the city manager worries his local economy will tank.
2: It's just crucial that we get these funds right away. Every day that goes by that we're not you know, actively repairing um, the, this critical infrastructure is is a, a, is a scary and a sad day for us.
4: Which is why three governors... Ooh. We're not going to allow any
8: political forces um, in, in, in Washington, D.C., to divide and conquer us. ...wrote in the
0: Washington Post that Congress can't leave before the holidays without approving help, pointing out that aid was approved just two weeks after Katrina. In New Jersey tonight, with 72,000 homes and businesses damaged or destroyed, the governor wants $5 billion to rebuild homes, $8 billion to rebuild businesses. But the Sandy package, totaling $60 billion, is stuck in Washington. Republicans accusing the president of loading up the bill with millions not related to the storm. So here's, uh, here's a little overview. $23 million for tree plantings. $2 $2 million to repair the roof of the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. <laughs> $4 million to repair sand berms and dunes at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, which I don't think was affected that badly. Forty, at all. $41 million to clean up uh, and repairs at eight military bases along the storm's path, including... Guantanamo Bay, <laughs> and the FBI wants four million dollars to replace vehicles, laboratory and office equipment and furniture, including another two point four million to replace destroyed or damaged vehicles, which include mobile X-ray machines. I mean, the thing is crazy; It's absolutely crazy how 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 we are able to take even for our own citizens how we're able to take a disaster and steal money from the good people. Steal money. No wonder wonder people...
2: x-rays, those are those things that they drive around, they x-ray you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, 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 they x-ray your house. (laughs) And you're paying for it, stupid citizens. Yes, citizen, don't be alarmed. We're here on official business. To steal you. Rob you blind—that's what we're here to do. I'm
2: gonna show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that.
6: Oh yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No Agenda. They're robbing you. In
2: the morning. Well, at least we have some people that are donating to help this show continue. Yeah, and I want to thank uh, them. Starting with Yap. Geelhoed. Geelhoed. Huh? Geelhoed. Yellow hat. In- in in Wise Church, vision character, uh, Holland, one two three two one for my smoking hot Brazilian. Didn't didn't, you, didn't you, this is last week? No,
0: no, 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 no. no. Is, is she. Uh... Oh,
2: then I must have read it earlier. Yeah, she, my smoking yeah. hot Brazilian baby, who seems to always be coming to the Netherlands when Adam is here. Hey. Oh, coincidence! For Solar Marco, who always I listens back while... For Solar Marco, who always listens while watching porn, <laughs> stimulate both <laughs> parts of the brain simultaneously. To Eric, who will be donating after the 21st of December 2012. That's actually a good policy if you don't want to give us all the rest of your money because the world ends. Yep. And Atlas Shrug Plus News Flash uh, or Shoe Throwing Karma. Yeah, I got that for you. Atlas Shrug by <laughs>
11: <laughs> You've got karma. Thank you, Yap
2: by the way you can go over and see him he's in the right down the yeah, Gerald's
0: smoking hot girlfriend from Brazil
2: yeah go, go check it out mm-hmm. Gerald uh, GNA or I think GNA or G3 G-N-A, 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 G-N-A,
4: G-N-A.
2: GNA is what it should be pronounced was unable to highlight the fact that I've achieved knighthood status in March so I canceled the subscription and said 6666 but screwed up and missed adding the message. I need karma for my daughter Amber, who is going through a rough period in her life. We'd be happy to give that
0: later. (laughs) And of course, his donation comes out to Niner 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 Niner. Niner, Niner,
11: Niner, Niner. You've got karma. Very
2: important. for Amber. Some karma. Ion Prentice. Ian. Consulting. In Montreal, Quebec. I'd say say, say Ian Prentice, not Ion. Ian. Not ion, Ian. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Again.
11: Nine, 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 nine.
2: And here we go. No agenda karma works at my company. Uh, at my company, crimp Christmas, there was a draw for gifts. When they were drawing the largest gift, I thought to myself, "Time to use my no agenda karma." And I won an iPad. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, so time to get some more karma and a parliament mumble to uh-huh. keep me warm while I visit family and friends in the frozen tundra that is Winnipeg. Uh. P. S. credit just uh Ian from Ian from Montreal. Okay.
0: No, it says something else there. If you mess up Ian, get Adam to play an Atlas Shrug jingle. Well you messed it up twice, John. You said Ion twice, so you do get the Atlas Shrug jingle. Yeah. Ayn rand
11: you've got karma
0: <laughs> it's it's really weird you know this why we should investigate why you continuously read Ian as ion there's a reason for that <laughs> there, there there's something going on in the brain i never
2: knew an eon i think is the reason
0: i think we should call Pate, Sanjay update
2: amsterdam snakes He's right there down the street from once you go see him. 69. Uh oh,
5: 69. 69. 69, dude.
2: Please double tap all ignorant and manipulative marketing douchebags. Might be redundant. Add a horizontal karma for the upcoming holidays.
0: Mm, all right. Double tap it is.
11: You've got karma.
2: <laughs> Sir Chad Biederman. Uh, in Round Lake, Illinois, Ellen Nuts, he likes to say. Greeting from Ellen Nuts. We've got a killer idea for some side income for no agenda. An right. audio book of John sarcastically reading and Atlas Shrugged. Can you imagine how long that would take? I think it's like 16 hours. I have ne- I could never get paid enough. I would never read the book, but I'd pay 20 or $30 to hear John read the damn thing. No,
0: no, I, 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 this doesn't sound like a great idea to me. I, I don't think it's a great idea. Uh, but thank you very much Anonymous
2: in Columbus, Ohio 6969 Uh, Long time boner, first time donor I'm a human resource working in human resources You were absolutely right on target a few weeks back when discussing the meme of reverse discrimination occurring today as a result of legislation It's very real and I want no part of it requesting a little kid shut up slave plus two to the head job karma in hopes that I can escape Keep up the great work, as I appreciate all you do.
11: Shut up, Slay! You've got karma.
2: Uh, Rene Estevez in Orlando, Florida, 6969. I'm donating for a friend, not because he needs to get laid, but because he's already getting fucked by unemployment. I'd like to keep him as a housemate since he's a pretty decent cook. Uh, Help me keep this hetero domestic partnership alive with some jobs, 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 karma, and a little JC slide whistle for good luck. Um, Keep up the good work.
15: Jobs, 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 and jobs. Let's vote for jobs. (laughs) We've
11: got karma.
2: James, Sir James Pierce, in Capris Cove, Texas, 6969. Thank uh, you, John and Adam, for keeping up with the show. Even when circumstances work against you, I hope others appreciate it as much as I do. How about a little karma for all the producers who are down on their luck? A Merry Christmas and a Bah Humbug.
7: Merry Christmas, slave.
11: Bah Humbug, slave. You've got karma.
2: That will close.
5: 69,
0: 69, All right, thank you so much, Swazzle, swazzle the first
2: Meanwhile, Sir Greg Stone, Rapid City, South Dakota, double nickels on the dime. Please check email for story of karma. He needs, uh, oh, okay, I have to go get that. Oh, it's in a, oh, you know, this yeah, came through. I didn't follow yeah, now, up see, on this. I because... didn't
0: understand this either, but now I see. Because... So, okay, let me just explain. And by the way, I don't know if I really like this. So he sent us a link, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I know Greg Stone, so you now Sir Greg, I'll I'll download his link. But it was a, a, uh, it's a disk image.
2: Yes, uh, for the Mac.
0: Yeah, and then so I got that, and then it's like it's like you need a password, and then it says the password will be in the in the, the, the in the PayPal message. So now he 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 says he tells me what the password is, but now what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to open this right now?
2: I don't know. I can't open it at all because I don't have a Mac. Uh well, Anyway, me, I'm having JC make an image. I'll take a look at it sometime. Well, let me Steven, get, he doesn't. Wait, he I'll, says it's not. he's just something we're supposed to look at. Well, Stephen J.
0: Doesn't he want some karma? Don't we give him a
2: job? Job? Didn't job. say anything about karma. He, this is the story of karma. All
0: right, all right, good. All right
8: good. Okay. okay. okay
2: Sweet, Ridge, Colorado. Double nickels on the dime. Yale Asowski in St. Petersburg, Florida, double nickels on the dime. Uh, Here's some spare change to beat those U.S. immigrant immigration jerks to the pavement and for Neo-Keynesian John to buy a money printing press. <laughs> I'm moving to Gitmo Nation Schnitzel with my smoking hot girlfriend in the new year, so give us some karma in order to avoid Adam's IRS with gun situation. And the crumbling foundation of the anti-democratic European Union.
0: Yeah, good luck with that. Here's the karma you've got.
2: Karma. <laughs> you need it. Yeah,
0: you're gonna need that for sure. Well, he's got the smoking hot girlfriend. That's that's half the that job. Helps. Half the job done.
2: Mark Pip, uh, Pippigan in Weaverville, North Carolina, the home of the sheriff and his hot sauce. Fifty-five double nickels on the dime. Please accept this donation on behalf of the future Dame Rico or Rico Rico, I think. Uh, if asked, she would demurely point out that a more correct pronunciation of geisha is geisha. Geisha. Not as one hears these days, geisha. Oh, well, then I'll make also sure I during, say geisha. 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 We'll say geisha. Also during, we, 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 we change our pronunciations as the listeners demand. Mm-hmm. Also during our evacuation from California, nuts. These uh, some, or this summer we, we provided we provided that car- or proved that karma works. Sorry, during two cross-country drives, we experienced no hassles, border patrol roadblocks, cops, or mechanical failures. Please give us some start making a living karma for our new life in the mountains. Very nice. I'd love to go there.
11: You've got karma. Mountains It's
2: flat here. There's no
0: mountains. Flat, flat, just flat.
2: Adam Lurich, without comment at Tawano. Virginia, double nickels on the dime, Solange Conil in low somewhere, long-time listener, first-time donor with the holiday around the corner, could no longer tolerate the shame of being a boner, so I decided to. it was the time to give even if it is not as much as you deserve. <laughs> to be honest with you both, I often disagree with much of what you say. But the entertainment value and the tenacity in which you defend your beliefs is what keeps me tuned in. Oh. Best r- wishes for the holidays from an Argentinian in Belgium.
0: Huh. Yeah, wow, Solange, which I th- Solange. I've always felt Solange is a beautiful name.
2: Great name, Felix Schud. Schude. Schude. Schude In Schude. Schüdel. Schüdel. Oh, I don't Schüdel. see the Okay. You know, yeah, see the I L. Think. Schüdel. Schüdel. I don't see the L. Schüdel in Neuhausen, Deutschland? Jawohl. Uh, 55. I don't have a comment from him. Kevin Benson in Udina, New South Wales, 5463. Uh, this is a Sunday. No one donates donation, but I am busy till then. From Gitmo <laughs> Nation down under, okay. 5463. Donation, wish I had more uh, disposable funds to throw your way. Fit 4242 in memory of the great Douglas Adams plus 1212 for the end of the world as it really happens, if it really happens, uh, and he won't miss it. Adam one. Focus one. As a new eight-week listener, this is my second donation. I'm calling all the Yankee scumbags, no donators as douchebags. Douchebag. If Down Under can do it, well... Yankee pussies. <laughs> Support Lowlands, Adam, or is it Lowlife, too? Adam, you whingy pussy, stop bagging Hillary. She's still a great actress here in Oz. Comes off angry and disconnected because she's still mad that someone dropped a house on her sister. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Don't you eat me, Hillary Clinton. They are not <laughs> They're
15: not
2: drones. They are flying monkeys. Hey. Okay. He needs a give me shelter karma. Yeah, all right, Kevin.
11: <laughs> You've got karma. You see, he's from Oz. I'm well, not sure where
0: that was headed. Well, you have to understand he's from Oz, you see, so that's a Wizard of Oz theme. You get to, I mean, you got to kind of get oh, into get, it. Oh, oh,
11: oh.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, something lights get, up in John's head. I yeah. get it now.
2: Kevin Payne, Richmond, Virginia, 5101 is slow, Slowinsky. Sir Chris Slowinsky in Sherwood uh, Park, Sherwood. Somewhere, Sherwood Park, I guess, Alberta 50. And, uh, getting at the bottom here. Let me
0: just. Are you okay? Nigel
2: Baker, Mm -hmm. country Dublin. Yeah. 50 Ireland. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Hey, John and Adam and, and all the human resources, thanks for your fantastic work. And a very happy Christmas to you all. These are tough times, and I'm self employed and have just published my first book for the iPad on iTunes. Some karma for my new book, Skelling Michael. An interactive video book.
0: Skellig, Michael. Skellig. Skellig.
2: Oh, Skellig. S-K-E-L-L-I-G. An interactive uh, he needs video to shut book. Shut up, slave. Two to the head. Oh, okay. Karma. Yeah, we got it. We got it.
11: Shut up, slave.
2: You got it. Shut up, slave. You've got karma. Two to the head, karma. Happy to oblige. I got uh, old in Melbourne, uh, 50. Dear Joe and Alan. Episode 469 had the best <laughs> stop, artwork stop, stop, ever. Stop,
0: stop, stop, wait a minute. What is this Joe and Alan? What is this? <laughs> wait a minute. Yes. Is this our new names, Joe and Alan?
2: Well, Alan? Yeah, he's in Australia.
0: Joe C. Dvorak and uh, Alan C. Curry. <laughs>
2: Here's 50 bucks for the artwork. I haven't even listened to the show yet. Maybe it's enough for Alan to buy a coffee in Euroland. Merry <laughs> Christmas, mofos. <laughs> Looking forward to a hot pocket down under. just—he just made my day, regardless.
0: <laughs> Joe and Alan. <laughs> I am <I'm> Alan Curry.
2: <laughs> I'm Joe Dvorak. <laughs> Joe C. Dvorak. Ill Billy in kinsley kansas this is our last donor for today oh Uh, oh, wow itm john and adam all this at this rate i'll gain knighthood in 2022 i want to apologize for not donating sooner as my mother had come down with breast cancer and being the only son a thousand miles away i needed to use that money to get her to chemo thanks for the news entertainment and media assassination hopefully this will assist in a house in europe for mickey and adam and maybe john can throw in some pot throw in oh throw in some pot no, throw in a pot. <laughs> throw it in the pot for a new sound card. Uh, if I could, I would be a, I would like a douchebag for myself. Give him a douchebag. Well, if you really want douche one, bag. and he's a douchebag for his buddy Schizo for not donating. Well, okay. Some karma for his ma or his mom as she whips the shit out of breast cancer. Finally, a fiscal cliff for the rest of the slaves and Gitmo nation as we collectively careen head on into fiscal oblivion. Lastly, why does JCD? such an issue with atlas shrugged i don't i love that book
0: <laughs> all right so i'm going to okay. give you a little special here fiscal cliff for you and f cancer for your mom and a karma
11: oh, oh, what a you've got karma there you go if that doesn't whip
0: it nothing will and that's it that's it, that's it that's yeah that's it short
2: so we uh will we, uh hmm. Continue on our merry way with 471 coming up. And we're actually on the road to 12 12 Christmas, which, you know, would be a slow week as usual. Yeah. And uh, we have to take a look at another possibility for next year as a promotion. Something to think about. I'm not sure how to go about it. Show 500 will be coming up sometime <laughs> in March or April, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll still be here, by the way.
0: I'll still probably I'll still be. Let's an make a bet. <laughs> no, let's not make a bet. 20
2: more shows from Gitmo nation down on. Oh my goodness. You mean lowlands. Well, lowlands down. Oh, oh yeah, right. God. Lowlands 30 more. I mean 30 episodes coming I, up. I, I really, I'm Adam Curry. I really I'm can't. still Joe Curry. I'm Alan <laughs> Curry. I'm <laughs> Curry. I'm stuck here Joe somewhere Curry. and somewhere. I mean, Why you, have don't have you guys to... go to Vienna and, and get well, out of the way of those paparazzi.
0: Well, here's the problem. Um, I mean so now I have an actual studio I've got a whole thing all set up it's like I can't carry this across the border I mean so then we'd have to go and come back and you know so what I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, so I got a I'm paying okay, for okay, re- okay I am paying I get for it, get rent it. in Austin I'm paying for rent in Amsterdam and then I'm going to go to Vienna I'm like let's be realistic <laughs> you sound like Mickey by the way hey let's go let's, <laughs> let's go to Paris for for new years sure sure yeah, no problem I'm made of money Jump on the high-speed train. Uh, anyway, we would... <laughs> the high-speed train. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything that you do for us by supporting our programs, so that we can bring you the best media assassination and analysis uh, analysis possible. Uh, there's only one place for you to go uh, to support us, and that is...
10: Dvorak.org slash N-A It's your birthday, birthday!
3: i on No Agenda.
0: Only one today, makes it real easy, Sir Dean Bertram, one of our knights, uh, congratulates his dame Donna, uh, his dame Lit, I should say, she turns 14 on the 17th, is he way ahead? Is that what he's trying to do, is make sure that he gets it in before the end of the world? If so, then you did a good job, congratulations to all your buddies here at the No Agenda Show!
2: Yes, sir.
0: We have a number of knights. You know, this is what's kind of cool: is that just before the end of the world, um, everyone's uh, starting. To, it's starting to happen. You now we have had so many people who um, who got on board with monthly donations—twelve, twelve, or, or thirty threes or thirty—and eventually, you know, it does happen. You will become a knight. I mean, it's it's funny how that works. It's kind of the reverse of a credit card. You know, you're actually saving something up, and then there you go, you get it. And for these people, I'm very. Happy for them and proud to uh, welcome them into the round table. So, um, uh, John, if you could. Uh... Joe, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm here. I got my sword ready to come <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> okay, let me get mine too. That's right.
2: Can we have Ralph
0: Nelson, Mike Keeler, Anthony Leon, Gerald Gionet, and Felix Schoodle all step forward, please? You. Today we'll all become Knights of the Noah Jenner Roundtable because of your contributions to the best podcast in the university amount of $1,000 or more. So I hereby pronounce thee, Sir Ralph, Sir Mike, Sir Anthony, Sir Gerald, and Sir Felix, all Knights of the Noah Jenner Roundtable. Come on down, gentlemen, for your hookers and blow, your rent boys and chardonnay, your hot pants and booze, your wenches and beer, your Ruben women and rosé, your geishas and sake, vodka and vanilla, and mutton and mead. And if you're into it, your gerbils and ginger ale. So congratulations for joining the Knights of the Agenda Roundtable. It is uh, an honor to have all of you here. Uh, truly an honor. Thank you so much for your
2: support. I had a well, con- you know, yes. Before you get into your crazy stuff, I know you've got backed up. Mm. i got to get this meme out of the way so we can start looking for it more. Okay. It may be a dud because I haven't been seeing oh, it much. Oh, you mean by the, it,
0: this is the, the meme that you, you announced much fanfare? Yeah. yeah. It's not really happening, is it? What? The meme. You don't know what the meme is. Yeah, the meme is that Nelson Mandela's going to die.
2: No, that's not a meme. That was a prediction. Oh. Gee, Joe. Predicting he's going to die is no big deal. I'm just saying it's going to be the distraction of the week, and it's going to step all over something. Probably more of this Benghazi stuff.
0: Okay. Then what's your meme?
2: The meme is, I'm going to see if you can figure it out by by listening to this Amy Goodman. Amy Goodman is at, when she's at the climate thing uh, in Doha or wherever it was, she drops the meme about three times in here. And the only reason I took this clip is because all during the Doha event, these people, these people, the guy who's the head of uh, Greenpeace who's very famous. He's got some jazzy name that people like to say over and over again. I can't think of it personally. She'll say it. And uh they're all using this meme. And I started looking up the meme, and I, I, I think it's pretty onerous, and it's something that we have to keep an eye out for and, and, and call people out when they use it
15: democracy now civil society groups are extremely frustrated here Um, President Obama in his first speech after he was elected said that he didn't want his uh, he didn't want our children to live in an America that isn't threatened by the destructive power of a warming planet Uh, yesterday uh, a number of civil society groups held a news conference um, and they said at that news conference Kumi Naidu of uh, uh, Greenpeace International said Todd Stern and Jonathan Pershing have come to Doha with their needles stuck in the groove of obstructing the UN process and art they have perfected Uh, and he said uh, that uh, it is disrespectful of President Obama to inflict on us two negative negotiators who act as if the comments he made after his election were never made Obama should pick up the phone and tell his delegates to follow his lead or alternatively call them back to Washington. That's what Kumi Naidu said. Jonathan Pershing, are you following President Obama's wishes um, and how do you respond to civil society groups who are saying that the U.S. is the lead obstructor to any kind of uh, negotiation, uh, negotiated deal here in Doha?
1: I have no comment on the first part of that. On the second piece, I think the United States his role is uh, very much one of engaging actively and constructively in the discussion. We are one of the significant contributors to the intellectual thinking in the process. We have been. We will continue to try to do that. It doesn't mean that we will agree with everyone on everything. This is, after all, a negotiation. Okay, you kill it.
2: We're looking... Yeah, he's basically telling her to screw herself.
1: Well,
0: let me ask you a question before you get into anything. What the hell is Amy Goodman doing, talking like that in Doha? Shouldn't she be like at home base, reading the news off the teleprompter?
2: <laughs> well, apparently she can't. Sure doesn't know what a concise question is.
0: I mean, how come we don't get any like uh, any any invitations? To talk about the war- uh, to talk about the warming planet,
2: we could get we could get invited to that if we if we played our cards right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So here is what she she drops this in two or three times. It's been used and used. It's called civil society. You know what right. civil society is? Have you ever heard this before?
0: Civil society? I mean, don't we live in a civil society? Isn't that kind of what we're supposed to be all about? Civil society.
2: The wiki's page has got a good uh, description, a good oh. definition. Let me read. Civil society. No, no, that's not what it's about at all. What are you nuts? No, apparently. It's a new leftist term that they, they they're going to slip into, and it's supposed. To, and it's interesting because it actually has enemies. Let me read you the definition. Civil society is the area outside of the family, the state, and the market where people associate with each other to 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 advance common interests. It's sometimes considered to include the family and the private sphere and then referred to as the third sector of society, distinct from government and business. This goes on and on. Why? What? And it's like a, I
3: mean, where yeah. does this take
0: place then? Is, can I walk out the door into civil society? Is there a place? Is there, is there a, a, a street sign so I know that when I've arrived at civil society?
2: It's, you have to read the whole thing. It's it's ridiculous. But what it amounts to is, is something. Even though it does include NGOs, it's something outside of NGOs. And you can call yourself a, a civil society group. You, oh. She used that term three times. Okay. Civil society group is distinct from anything else. And let me read you the the only thing that's interesting to me. I mean, the whole thing is just a typical bunch of bullcrap. But what's kind of interesting, I hope it's still here. Enemies of civil society. Oh. That would be so us. One of the key guys.
0: <laughs> We're the enemies of civil society, I'm sure.
2: Oh, if you read this, everything is. But this is this is the future of the politically correct movement, civil society. Okay. If you read, if you, if I, when I read you the enemies, you can see distinctively that pretty much everything that we stand for is against are, civil society. Where we are the enemies, of. Right, right, right. Give me an example. John A. Hall, five distinct enemies, and by the way, he's an interesting character. This John A. Hall. Five distinct enemies of civil society. Okay. One, one despotism. <laughs> this is the idea of fear, which discourages uh, any type of group that's formed between society and government.
0: It's that like a circle on Google Plus? Yeah. Okay. Two. So This is
2: the idea of fear that discourages groups that form between society and government. So, in other words, civil society. Right. Revival of tri- of the tradition. This is an enemy, by the way. To revival of the tradition of Republican civic virtues. Ooh. These are qualities that hold a moral value or moral principle and amount to dispositions to obey. <laughs> I, wasn't now, this, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> of course not. Hold on. This would include... You will obey. You will obey. You will <laughs> obey. <laughs> yeah. But this, what, what this is really about is the, you. You, by the way, you better obey civil society. But this refers to churches, huh. civics class in school, and you're taught to be a certain way, and you should obey. You shouldn't deface the, you know, you shouldn't litter, for example, would be a enemy. Right, 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 okay? right, right. Number three, specific forms of nationalism. This would be where the rule of the majority wins. And assimilation is used in order to form an ideal society. Wow! The melting pot is an enemy of civil society. In other words, I don't understand why. Because okay, it's not it's not multicultural. It's it's trying to get everybody to be the same way. We want everyone to be different, speak different languages. Wait a minute! It's just a subversive
0: concept. I always thought that the melting pot was the whole that it was the multicultural society. Was the whole idea now we're supposed to be all the same,
2: no it's supposed to be all different, okay no national languages uh everybody having their keeping to themselves essentially none of this idealism, no nationalism nationalism's bad now think about global you know the global elite and the, how they would like to get rid of the for one thing right. they don't want the church to have any power they don't they want no nationalism so we can have one big world government this is world government stuff right my favorite uh now, the one that's a harder to understand is totalizing. This is number four. And all it says is totalizing ideologies. Okay. Now, totalizing ideologies, you actually have to Google to figure out what it means. And it's like I can't quite – I haven't read this for a week or two, but I, I, I'll try to summarize. But let's go to number five. Essential – essentialist – say it again. Essentialist cultural ideals. These would be social cages of individuals that determines the function and value of that person in society. Come again? Now, mm-hmm. can you kind of figure out what that might mean?
0: Come again. Let me let me try it. Let me try it.
2: Essentialist cultural ideals, in other words, say you're a, um, an artist. Mm-hmm. These would be social cages of individuals that determines the function and value of that person in society.
0: You had me at function.
2: Well, I, I, I believe it means, for example, like the two of us yeah. uh, are are <laughs> caged uh, in a preconceived notion uh, of, you know, I'm the crackpot, or you're the crackpot, I'm the buzzkill, that kind of thing. These, yeah. these are stereotypes that are bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you really start looking at this thing, Wow civil society is is an extremely subversive concept that is aimed at promoting multiculturalism no nationalism no uh, no national identities uh, globalism world government uh, politically co- political correctness to an extreme where the enemies can be identified which in the enemy seem to be common sense uh, the enemy would be common sense uh, you know you love your country uh the church is a good thing right, for people right, who need right, religion right, 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 and that right. blah blah blah. anyway so i just think this is a meme we have to keep a lookout for because it's a really bad 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 one
4: how
0: does amy goodman get on a, get on a trip like this i mean so does she get a memo or is she hanging out with a bunch of douche knuckles who are just saying i'm civil society bla, bla, bla. So, i mean how do, how does that propagate that's what i'm because well, yeah
2: it's it's like it's weird the way it propagates it's it's kind of like, the only way I can describe it is like when you're in Silicon Valley and you're covering tech all the time, which I have to do. Yeah. Uh, things will come up like, uh, you know, the word Wi Fi, Wi Fi. Yeah. And it used to be 802.11. Oh, yeah, I got wireless. But then the Wi Fi group formed. And now you start calling it Wi Fi. I got Wi Fi, Wi Fi. It just happens in the milieu. It just pops right. up. So now I say Wi Fi. I actually, I, they, I, under,
0: say, I understand this because I'll tell you something completely nuts. Do you know that in the Netherlands they call it Wi Fi? Wifi. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the whole world knows that it's Wi Fi, but for some reason, for some crazy ass reason, the Dutch have decided to call it Wifi.
2: Huh. And that's exactly, milieu again. Yeah. Milieu, total milieu. Milieu. Wifi. Crazy so, anyway, this is this. People should go to the wiki page and type in civil society wiki or Google C- civil society wiki, and then also this totalizing ideologies, uh, which I will re examine, is another thing to look into. This is really. This is really extremely bad. This is everything that's wrong with the country, with the world, is, with the world. What are you talking with, about? Not just with the, the country. World the world is, is pretty much locked into this concept of civil, civil society. society. And I would, and the name, like you said, as soon as you heard it, you said, "Well, I'm civil." Yeah, no, it's, it's not ooh, what it's about. It's no. it's, a, it's a it's an underground. Right.
0: It's kind of like anyway, right to work state. It's kind of like that. It's, it's one of those new world order terms. Civil it's society. It's totally new world order. Yeah. Well.
2: Oh well. All right, that's that's my meme of the day.
0: Okay. Well then, let me give you uh, some actual And now back to real news. I often see things on television where I think, "Wow, that is just an amazingly crazy promotion for a product." Um but somehow there's a group out there who have taken it beyond what the the Joe and Allen Consulting group can do and have just I mean, just, it blew me away. Whereas, you know, we've put together some crazy promotions in our time, but nothing like this.
10: Yep, that's a giant Oreo cookie. He's making it's the first ever cookie delivery to Antarctica. It's a celebration to mark Oreo's 100th birthday in 100 years since people first set foot on the South Pole. Not only did the Oreo surprise scientists with 5,000 cookies, also made a donation to the world's first solar-powered penguin cam and wore earmuffs as well. Lucky penguins. Oh, yeah.
0: for us. Have a great weekend. I mean, can you believe that someone actually pitched the idea of sending a giant Oreo cookie to Antarctica? And not just that, but then 5000 cookies for the scientists there and the world's first solar-powered penguin cam. <laughs>
5: <laughs> can, can you wow, believe
0: some sales guy involved in this bowl of crap. Someone went, "That's a great idea." sold we're and gonna they covered it <laughs> and they got it on the news this is what drives me nuts and they got it on the news they actually did oh man
2: all right let me uh- did you see the thing by the way there's yeah. one thing I wanted to talk about the last couple of shows I just want to mention it keep an eye out for it uh there was a the headline is pretty much says what I'm what it's about which is David Petraeus may have committed much worse crimes in Afghanistan oh do tell they're starting yeah. to pull the uh, the drone attacks and the especially the, the double tap mm-hmm. where because it, apparently it's a violation of uh, every every <laughs> G- law of G- ever Geneva passed convention yeah of course yeah Geneva convention to first b- blow up something and then attract people trying you know try attract the red cross or somebody trying to save
0: and then blow them lives and yeah. then
2: blow them up yeah and it and, it seems to be some indication that Petraeus came up with this idea, and because wow. uh, who else would go back there unless they were bad? Um, well, isn't this, but, there, wait, was, wait a minute! Isn't this exactly is this something going on with Petraeus that we don't know?
0: Isn't isn't this exactly what what the the very first WikiLeaks video that came out that showed um, you know these a couple of dudes getting machine gunned by uh, by a helicopter gunship? and then you see yeah. the people come and try and help them, and then they, they got machine gun too. Isn't this exactly the same thing? Yeah.
2: We yeah are this bu- is a war crime.
0: Uh, we are a bunch of assholes. I mean, I'm sorry. We just, as Americans... I'm not doing it. Well, no, but... You can't call me an asshole. I'm against it. Listen, Joe, you- <laughs> you're totally in on this. You're not out there demonstrating, saying stop this bullcrap.
2: I'm, I'm saying stop this bullcrap. I don't have to demonstrate. Okay. All right. Well,
0: I say stop well, this bullcrap crap. Too.
2: I it say, was a st- Billy Club.
0: <laughs> I say, stop this bull crap. All right, let me, let me play. Uh, let me play a funny clip here. This is uh, Matt Damon. Are you familiar with Matt Damon? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, so he's an actor, uh, and he plays a tough guy in the movies, and he's an idiot. Because I want, I want you to listen to what he thinks. Because this is about fiscal cliff, and he's on the Tavis Smiley show, and Tavis, of course, is on our National Treasure, uh, the PBS's. Uh, which is a uh, public television brought to you by uh, Monsanto and Archer. Uh, yeah, exactly. he always, and got, he, and he always
2: got like a, a lifesaver in his mouth all the time. Exactly.
0: And so he's saying, hey, man, you know, what about, uh, you know, uh, about the fiscal cliff and everything? And then Matt Damon is such, I mean, he's such an, an idiot. And he takes it all the way to a punchline which I just found incredible. And that this is on television, on so called smart television, that people watch and go, Oh yeah, no, this is this is right, this is truth. Do you think that ultimately on the things that matter to you, the things that matter to me, um that Obama as president is going to be on the right side of history? And this is my favorite term. Because if anyone is going to be on the right side of history, it's going to be Joe and Allen from the crackpot and buzzkill show, okay? Not Obama, not Hillary Clinton. We're going to be on the
5: right side of history. I desperately hope so, um, because we Why? need we need that, and uh, people Why? need that. What? Why? Why well, do we need it? Why does he hope so? Well, listen. I don't, um, I don't need that. I'm in the one percent, so I need to pay more taxes. I need to pay more taxes. He says, "Okay, let's see. Let's let's see if he understands the concept." <laughs> it's the truth. Um, You know, I I don't begrudge, I don't drive by a firehouse and see guys playing cards and begrudge the fact that my taxes pay them.
0: Does Matt Damon understand that most firemen are volunteer and that they don't get paid at all? And that, if anything, it is going to be local... Council, city, or state taxes, but not federal taxes
5: that pay for your firemen, you idiot. Because every once in a while, the bell goes off and those guys run into a burning building, for for people who are strangers or people who are my friends. D- don't you understand that the money, the the extra taxes that you want to pay,
0: is going to double tap people with drones? Don't can don't don't you read a newspaper, you idiot? Don't you see where the money is actually going to us, asshole Americans?
2: Killers of the well, world. Let, what? Let, I, I'd like you to play the clip, but but let me. I, I'm baffled. I'm always baffled to the point of stupefaction as to why anybody in their right mind says I want to pay more taxes. Oh,
5: because he's, cause he's
2: it's an just, idiot. Be, it's amazing.
5: Or they're cats, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I, I I don't want to do that, you know. I, I don't I don't I don't know that I'm no. built to do that. Maybe I am, but I'd rather. Pay a, another percent or two or for some, you know, police who are going to you know, make sure, that, you know, our kids... For some police, you a, know. Another percent or two for some police. What?
0: Wait, let's listen. What are the police going to do, Matt? Because we're
5: safe and we're safe. You
0: know? We're going to be safe.
5: You know, I, you know you occasionally know? they put themselves in harm's way. Now, now, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for what this idiot is about to say. And... Uh, you know, I, I like driving on nice roads and... Yeah, nice roads.
0: Hello, Matt Damon. That nice roads is state taxes. Maybe it's a toll road. It doesn't come from your extra money that you are... which you were more than welcome to pay.
5: Um, you know, I... You know? I, I believe... I believe, you know? You know, I, I just... I believe that we're all in it together.
0: Oh, civil society. We're all in and it I together. Don't... Now wait for it
5: and i and i and i and i wonder you know these people who get so angry about a couple more percentage points it's like what what i mean what are you talking about really you know you want to you want to see what life looks like without that go to the congo <clears throat> you know go there there's there they're rich people they're rich people in haiti ah
0: oh, thank you thank you for bringing it up well listen mr matt damon a-hole extraordinaire Everyone gave money to Haiti, and the same people you're talking about giving more money stole it.
5: They're all stealing the money, Matt Damon. Go check it out. Do you want to live there? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's like. So, so for me, I, I uh, you know, those, uh, those issues of social justice as well, like for me, I, I, those are the most important thing. I'm reading a lot about. Bo- oh, shut up.
0: Shut up. And i no one has ever allowed... To, if, if you're going to watch a Matt Damon movie, BitTorrent it. Steal it from him. <laughs> BitTorrent it. BitTorrent Do not I go to the movie. BitTorrent it from That's... that guy. Do not go watch his movie. What an a-hole. And Tavis Smiley, too.
2: You well, Tavis Smiley's just a speech
0: oh, for the man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, th- th- people are lucky that there's stuff... Th- they're lucky that we're around. The
10: best podcast in the universe. Do you I didn't
0: know have... he
2: said, you know, <laughs> I didn't know he said, you know, you know, you know, I believe, I believe, you know, you know, well, don't so you know? much. Don't you know? I'm
0: just asking if you anyway.
2: know. Anyway, yeah, okay, it was, a, it was a, just, a, I don't know why these guys do this, it's beyond me. I want to be taxed more. Uh, really? So, well, then Why do you even go, why don't you just, you know, you can volunteer more money. Yeah. yeah. Legal. Well, speaking
0: of such, you know, there's big, big news here in, uh, in Euroland. <laughs>
9: The Belgian village of Neschan is to become home to actor Gerard Depardieu, who's the latest Frenchman to leave his native country for tax reasons. After a series of tax hikes introduced by Socialist President Francois Hollande, the Asterix star has bought a house and is considering taking up residency in the country, which does not have a wealth tax. <laughs> Everyone's
0: moving to Belgium. <laughs> He's moving to Belgium? Yeah, all the all the rich French dudes are moving to Belgium because I'm not going to Switzerland. No, no, no! Because you know it's next door. It's part of the barony. You know they call up uh, Baron von Pelsmacher and say, "Hey, I'm just going to move down uh, a little bit." You know I'm going to wow. I hear uh, sirens here. I'm going to move uh, from uh, France down. Mr. to... Curry, uh...
2: Mr. Curry, Mr. Curry.
0: Yeah, listen. Hold Open on the me. door. Hey, listen, listen. You hear it? It's right here on the canal too. They're coming to take me away. hee hee. be you. Yeah, you know, I have to say, when it comes to sirens, the American sirens are cool. And this tattoo tattoo, isn't that kind of wimpy? I can't do it. Haven't you, haven't you ever kind of thought about that? It's wimpy. It's wimpy. Wimpy, I say.
2: It's, eye- it's ear-catching.
0: Yeah, mm, but it's wimpy.
2: I mean, have you ever been around one of these fire trucks here in the U.S. of A? Oh, where you got your window down and yeah. the guys, they, now you have the loudest siren in the world and they honk that horn, which sounds yeah. like a train coming through. Yeah. Yeah. It may just deafen you.
0: Hey, good news. We have an extension of the expiration date on the uh, FDA's uh, compliance policy guide with regards to radio frequency identification feasibility studies and pilot programs for drugs. Uh, it's oh. been extended to December thirty first, two thousand fourteen. Uh, do you have? Have you ever heard of this? Uh, no. no. Yeah. So the Food and Drug. But I'm Administ- happy. Yes. I'm happy. <laughs> you should be. The Food and Drug Administration has been experimenting uh, putting RFID chips into drugs um, to track counterfeit drugs. Of course, you know it, you also ingest this stuff, and, <laughs> and they can track you. Uh, but it literally says here Um, the FDI has identified RFID as a promising technology to be used in the various efforts to combat counterfeit drugs. This, this, uh, uh, This directive describes how the agency intends to exercise its enforcement discretion regarding certain regulatory requirements that might otherwise be applicable to studies involving RFID technology for drugs. So... You know the whole idea of injecting chips into you and stuff that 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 you laughed at me about four years ago. Here it is in the Federal Register, putting it right into the drugs, tracking it as you put it into your tummy.
2: If it's in your stomach, there's no way the the signal can get out from a piece that small. No way. I
0: I mean, look.
2: You're going to poop it out. You're going to poop it out, and it's going to go down the toilet, down the drain. It's going to be at the sewage treatment plant, and they're going to flip the button. They're going to go, where's Curry? (laughs) Apparently, he's fallen into the sewage treatment plant.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right, then. Okay. As you wish. I see it differently, but as you wish. Good to go. All right. You got anything else there, uh, Joe?
2: No, I'm reading about this. There's a bunch of spy stuff that's not interesting, and then there's, uh, yeah, some crazy. I guess a good. Uh, no, not really. Not really. I got. Let's see if I got one more clip left. I thought you might have. Uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portugal protests are. Pro, pro, they're going crazy in Portugal and Bahrain. We actually played Bahrain.
4: Bahrain, it is. Tens of thousands of people have marched in Bahrain's capital, Manama, as anti-government protests continue Manama. in the Gulf monarchy. The uprising's been going on for almost two years now, and it's often met with two a brutal response by the country's security forces. Syed Yusuf Al muhafta from the Bahrain Center for Human Rights says authorities are firm in their actions because they think they're backed by the West.
10: Government of Bahrain, they have a, a huge support from Western country, so that's why they don't care about the human rights violations. More than 100 protesters were killed, thousand were tortured, beaten, uh, arrested in the last uh, in one
2: year and a half.
0: I didn't understand a word that dude said.
2: <laughs> Great report, pal. Good work, <laughs> Russia, today. <laughs> hear, at least uh, they're covering it. Nobody in the American media will even t- touch this topic. No. And, they, by the way, they showed some videos. I could be bullshit videos, but they were protests of some sort with the Bahrainian flag. Yeah. By the tens of thousands. I mean, it looked like about a quarter of a million people were walk, walking around bitching. Wow. So that's something that nobody's discussing. And also, the Portuguese are moaning and groaning about their situation. I don't blame them either.
4: Thousands of people have taken to the streets of Lisbon to protest against next year's budget. The new financial plan is one of the harshest in the country's recent history and will take away the equivalent of a month's wages for many workers. Portugal's government's committed to austerity measures as it struggles to meet the terms of its international creditors.
0: See, that, that wasn't even in the newspapers here. They're not even talking about it here. And you can fly there in an hour and a half. That wasn't even shown there? No. No, 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 no. That's crazy. They don't want to give anyone any ideas. No, it's, it's, it's just as bad as in the U. Don't don't give any slaves the ideas you go out and protest on the street. No. No, instead, we've got Phillips and Heineken, and they put together the Christmas Canal Parade of Lights. So everyone could oh, stand cool. On, yeah, everyone could stand on the canal like, oh, there's some lights going by on boats. <laughs>
10: wow, <Yeah>. lights. <laughs>
0: And I what was it eighteen ninety? It's even better. They had like little Mickey Mouse ears with red lead lights on top and they handed them out and everyone's walking around with these two I should get some pictures for you. Hold on a second. Yeah. Google this said, for a second. So get
2: some more pictures that we can use in the newsletter. Hold
0: on, Google for a second. Google uh Christmas Christmas Hold on. Christmas canal lights parade, I think is what it was. You Google that, you can see some pictures. Yeah, there you go. Hold on, pictures. Images. There we go. What do we got? Oh, look
2: how cute it all is. It's all so pretty. All oh, the slaves just like, ah, oh, yeah, pretty winky blinker. Oh, I, I, I got a good one. one. I use Christmas Canal Lights Parade Amsterdam and there's a crap load of stuff. But
0: did you but you gotta get the, the head the headgear that people are wearing? Nice. Um, yeah. hold on, head what would it be? Headgear? Well I'll just try headgear. I think that was what it was.
2: Uh, No, I think typing in headgear Amsterdam is not going to get what you want.
16: (laughs) In the morning.
0: (laughs) All right, with that, uh, we shall shut down the broadcast for today. As we are still enabled to uh, broadcast, which is kind of a good thing, I guess. It's not easy. It's not
2: easy sometimes. Are you uh, doing uh, any other shows today? No, I'm good to go. I'm going to uh, probably uh, uh, clean the office again. <laughs> right. You should tweet a picture of that. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> I will.
0: <laughs> All right. So um, I'll be. Uh, I'll keep my uh, eyes and ears open here. I'll have everything. Uh, Boots on the ground as we uh, continue our life in exile here in uh, Gitmo Nation Lowlands. And we'll bring you an update on Thursday, obviously, of everything that's going on here and uh, and how long we're going to be stuck in the Lowlands, which seems to be until the end of the world. Coming to you from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, Day 10 in Exile, Gitmo Nation Lowlands. In the morning, everybody, I'm Alan C. Curry.
2: And from northern Silicon Valley, where I remain, I'm Josh C. <laughs> Joe Dvorak.
0: <laughs> we'll be back on Thursday, right here, on No Agenda. <laughs> the
10: best podcast in the universe.
0: Yes, citizen, you may return to your harpsichord.
10: Don't
5: eat me, Hillary Clinton.
10: Dvorak.org slash